I hope I get a jobby, Freddy. I got my fingers crossed. Doing the job. You got the job, buddy! Doing the job. Yeah, Hulk Hogan! Doing the job! Just say something, you idiot. Doing the job podcast. It's gotta be special. I like it. Doing the job. This show is so stupid. He's stupid. He's so stupid. I know how to do the job. Shut the f*** up. I hate this job. Doing the job. Doing the job. Doing the job. This is Doing the Job. Top of the hour, cobbled at you, doing the job, wrestling podcast, I'm M2J. I am Denny Lugs, and we are coming at you. Yeah. Been a minute. Been a minute since we came at you. It's been a while since we came at you, and it's been a while since I've even been on the show, so I, like, no. I'm looking at old notes here, like, I have shit from Extreme Rules that, like, you're like I haven't you're talked like, Hulk Hogan defeated Triple H at Backlash. Oh my god. That man. happened, everybody. Actually, this is episode 303, which is one of Hulk Hogan's build weights at some point in his career. This is also, I would say, right about now would about be the sixth year anniversary for us. Uh, actually, yeah, that's accurate. I think it was like August 9th or August 12th or something like that was when we started. So, here uh, we are, six years later. Yeah. And I guess in the sixth year, in the wake of our six year anniversary, we've decided to go to a, a less a less frequent format. Yeah. Uh, as as the, uh, the three of us are getting older and... Uh, our schedules are getting more and more packed with things like, you know, children, mortgages, all that stuff that we don't actually I mean, have. I don't think yeah, none of us have any of those. <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we, we, we decided that maybe it, uh, it makes a little bit more sense to space things out a bit because it's, it's a lot of commitment to do this once a week. And uh, Lord knows we're not getting paid for any of it. It's all uh, voluntary. Yeah, I think it's just and I think it's just a lot like, you know. I feel like we have more shit to talk about, you know. You get like a little more excited to be like, yeah, you watch a bad week of wrestling and you're just like, what the fuck are we gonna talk about? Well, I, I mean, like, you you wait a month or you wait like two weeks or so. I hate to I feel throw. Like we have to do a show next week too. Oh yeah, no, I was thinking like pr- probably going forward, we're gonna be inclined to do a, a show before and after a WWE pay per view. Um, All right. Just so I guess like a, a two week in a row and then wait a couple weeks. And right. Because I mean, I, you know, and I, I hate to throw fuel onto the fire that is the IWC. But like, frankly, WWE has been like abysmally bad. I feel like lately, like I think that's a little bit of an exaggeration. I mean, not, I think not like, the entire the, the company. Week, no, but week like, to week programming and storyline decisions are kind of just like not really making me that interested. Well, it's There's like some good things going on, though. It's like especially raw. I mean, Smackdown feels like it has some life to it. Raw just feels like three raw hours of tough. nothing every week. And oh. it's like it's like one of those things that you could check into periodically and go, All right, I haven't watched Raw in six weeks. What's going on? Oh, this is still happening. Oh, OK. Like, I mean. I watch SmackDown. I pay a little bit more attention. Raw is just basically skim through and just see if there's anything interesting going on. The thing, watch some major segments that are important. The thing that hurts is that, like, for the amount of time you spend on Raw, you could almost cram in SmackDown, 205 Live, and NXT. Yeah. And there's so much more quality there. Uh, sure. And I don't even watch 205 Live. That's just a choice, you know. You know what? If, if, I'm sure if, if I'm home and it's, and you know, like... If I'm home, I'll watch it. Like, and, and it's one of those things I almost forget I can watch it any time that it's on the network because I feel like it's part of yeah. SmackDown. You so, can. Like, so sometimes I'll I'll just be like, oh wait, I could just throw this on and watch it. Um, you know, there's a lot of uh, a lot of, I mean, there's just a lot of good stuff there. Just a lot of the a lot of the indie guys that I love are in 205 Live, and that's where they're going to stay. Oh, like Leo Rush? Do you like Leo Rush? I, I love that they made him a, like like just an annoying prick. 
Yeah, I don't really like him. Why not? So, I don't know. I just, I don't know. You know, who, like, you know who might like Leo Rush? Some things about him put a bad taste in my mouth. You're supposed to either finish that or let me finish it. <laughs> <laughs> now. Oh, I was... <laughs> do you know who might like Leo Rush? Ah. That's our... Oh, Sean, Sean, uh, Sean Michael Spurge, the anal- analyzer of yes. analyzation. Wow, we really haven't done this in a long time, huh? No, you guys no. are rusty on the on the intro for for me. Jeez. That, was, that was that was by design. I, I was... the drizzling. Uh, I mean, I, I'll be honest. I haven't had time for two hundred five live, and it's a shame because I'm sure there's some good stuff going on there. But uh, I wouldn't be the right man for the uh, for an opinion on Leo Rush. So, so he's finally would, he finally yeah. you know he's on the roster now, and he's just an annoying little prick, and you just want to slap the shit out of him, but you can't because he runs so fast. <laughs> can't get him. You just can't catch him. You went like kind of Lewis Black there on us for a second. That's that it, was that's what I was channeling right there. Exactly oh, were you? What he yep. was doing? You're both Jewish too, so great. Yeah, Jewish Black. Yep, like Tyler. <laughs> uh, he he doesn't exist anymore. No. He Jewish Black. No, Tyler Black. Tyler Black. Oh, okay. There are Jewish Blacks though. That's a that's for real. Yeah. I wonder if Tyler Black was Jewish. Not not you know. The, the the actor portraying him, but the character of Tyler Black. Like, I wonder if he like not Colby Lopez. Yeah, I wonder. So. I wonder if like Tyler Black put on like a, a beanie and went to the synagogue and he ate the Swedish fish. Like the character of Tyler Black was a Jew. Yeah, I don't think so. Like he gets knocked out of the ring and he's like, Oy! and I'm just gonna take a guess that I, I don't think so. They they interview him after he wins the title and they're like, "How do you feel about winning the R.A.'s title?" And he's like, "I'm verklempt." No, I don't think so. I don't think that's a thing at all. He wouldn't be Jewish. Oh. Well, anyway, a lot of stuff happening. <laughs> Speaking of, of, like, ROH and indie wrestling, uh, I think since the last time we did the show, we haven't quite gotten there yet, you know, uh, chronologically speaking. Um, so this MSG show for next April which is going head-to-head with the Barclays NXT show WrestleMania weekend. This is crazy. Sold out MSG. This is crazy. So, yeah, Ring of Honor New Japan are doing... So, like, Ring of Honor always has the WrestleMania weekend show. Right. But now, and uh, if they ever do a show in New York, it's always in the Hammerstein... And now they've upgraded right. to and, and I'm sure Madison I, Garden. I'm sure any 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 uh, ROH regulars who, w- who watch it and don't live in New York are f- are aware that Hammerstein Ballroom is what like three thousand people maybe twenty five hundred okay three thousand tops if right. you fucking hang people so, from the ceiling so to go to MSG which is maybe like 18. a eighteen thousand like. That's a, a a monumental jump, and not only is it, it, it you know keep in mind this is WrestleMania weekend against a WWE show, and you know granted it's like a C show. Um, and I mean, well, NXT is like their best show. I mean, the, the, I, to, to wrestling thing about it is yeah. I mean, to wrestling fans, like you're talking about it's not a main, it's not the mainstream WWE audience, but it's the it's like the indie fans would prefer to go to an NXT show, for example, rather than a WrestleMania. Yeah. But like now that they're, they're up against this ROH New Japan show and the fans have spoken. Right. So like the ironic thing about it was like when they started takeovers, like the first takeover, it wasn't a WrestleMania weekend thing. And they didn't occur on like the weekends of the big, you know, pay per views. Right. They just happened, right? 
And then, I don't even know if they were on the weekends at all. Wasn't the first one just on a regular weeknight? If I'm not mistaken, I think it, I think it was like I think it was like a like a live show instead of Wednesday, like yeah. their Wednesday. Yeah, show. it was like a normal Wednesday. And right. then right. And then they had a, and then they decided they were going to do them quarterly, and then they lumped them in to because uh, because uh, WrestleMania 31, the one in California, that one wasn't even televised. No, that wasn't even a that that was yeah not even a right. I don't a, even a, think it was a technically that was a house show. Yeah. So what I'm saying is the ironic thing is that. I feel like at some point by design, it was pretty clear that they said, well, why don't we do these on the WrestleMania weekend? Because every other indie motherfucker is trying to, you know, because we have fans in for WrestleMania. They're trying to get their money. And WWE was trying to eat their lunch. They're trying to say, like, well, you can go to another WWE show that weekend instead of these indie fucks, right? Now, the indie fucks, the ROH and the New Japan, which aren't really indie. (laughs) The the indie fucks fucked back. yeah, they fucked back. They're not, and they're not even like they're the two indie promotions that are not at all indie whatsoever. But um, they now are going to run the Garden, which no one has ever fucking run like ever with your last name. You know, no last name on like McMahon, right? Right. And and they're gonna fucking and they just sold out. So before even those NXT tickets are on sale, someone like me who would go to take over every WrestleMania weekend wherever WrestleMania is is now choosing to go to this because it's different and it's history making. I mean, I see it this way. If uh if the card for NXT when we get to that point is like this amazing card, uh you know, I could theoretically scalp my ticket and just go to NXT. You'll make a fortune. I I will probably make a fortune, but then either way, how much did you spend by the way? Oh, uh, 145. Yeah, same here. Yeah. So I got like the 150 gym. So 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 either way, the the ticket to the MSG show is sold. So no matter what, that ticket's been sold. They get their money, so good for them. And it's a win-win for everybody. It is. Now, having said that, I mean, you know, we could sit here and cream all over the uh the ROH New Japan thing, and I'm sure the show will be amazing, but it is going up against Takeover, and every takeover is pretty much fire. That's the so and you can you could pretty much put that the fact that there'll be an amazing card in the bank. For takeover, so oh yeah, I'm sure, and yeah, I'm uh, sure the matches will be. I mean, who knows where they will be by then? Like, I'm expecting there to be some like, f- like amazing like Keith Lee versus Matt Riddle versus Johnny Gargano. And how about that Keith Lee debut in uh, this past week? Yes, I am. I am. And I didn't watch. I should have watched tonight's because we sat here and I could have watched it. Yeah, I no, I am. I am super excited about that. Uh, awesome, know. Keith well, Lee is pretty, pretty, pretty cool, man. I, I mean, like before Keith. before we get to that, can we just uh, put a bow on the fact of that that whole weekend being like, man, wrestling's doing really well by the fact that like it's crazy. All these shows, like the, the Garden's going to sell out, the Barclays Center's going to sell out, and then uh, and then the WrestleMania the next day. So, well, like, we don't know. We don't know if the Barclays Center's going to sell out. I mean, it, it, probably, it probably. I mean, will. it hasn't been uh, the last couple of years. I mean, it, it, they they did decent ticket sales, but they didn't. I don't think they sold out. I think there was always tickets available, like close. But to this is time. WrestleMania weekend now, so that's what I'm saying. Uh, oh yeah, this. Uh, I keep thinking it's SummerSlam, but yeah, it's WrestleMania. Yeah, 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 it's a yeah. big. It's a, that's a game changer. But let us exactly. not forget. So think about how much, how many seats of wrestling are being filled by butts oh, yeah. that weekend. Let yep. us not forget though. In in about two weeks. We're going to be going to a show that is completely, not completely, probably helped out by, but pretty much completely organized by the boys and run by the boys. Yeah. Like going to fucking all in. Yeah. That's, wow, like, that's only two weeks away, too. Yeah. You're right. Only two weeks yeah. away. And it's really just like this This year is just like super huge. And fucking we're going, we're going to the show run by the boys. The There's going to be an all, the first ever for WWE all female show. And that's going to be here in New York, so like and tickets aren't even on sale yet, and I'm debating wanting to go to that 
just to be a part I of the I do want to go to that. Yeah. So let's go to that. Well, and it's then, on the debate for me. So then let's go. And then um, I'm down. And then there's that, that G1 Supercard uh, combination of ROH and New Japan r- running WrestleMania weekends. Like these next like half a year of wrestling events, it's just like there's a lot of big things happening. Yeah. No, it's going great. Actually, um, so this Friday at uh, in Long Island City is, is Joey Janela's Lost in New York, and that's sold out. Hmm. So right, yeah, that's that's the card that you really wanted me to go to. That I wish I could have, but unfortunately, work. Yeah, mm-hmm. I can't really. I don't really know anything about this Joey Janela. Oh, bro, you, I know you, he's. Gonna, I know he's going to be at All In. I just like you, uh, you. You guys always talk about him, but I'm just like I don't. You got to fa- seen anything. You got to familiarize yourself with Mr. Janela because. Uh, he's gonna. He's probably like the indie king right now, and he'll probably be plucked by WWE the next year. Okay. Unless he unless he becomes like that guy that they never they never want because he's you know like oh he's too too much of a bad rep. Is he like a vulgar like kind of gimmick or? He's not really vulgar. He's he's done a lot of stuff in the past that like you know he's like like CZW crazy shit. Um, I mean, so sort of Dean Ambrose. I know, like, I, I don't know if like that that hinders is, is is as much of a hindrance as it used to be, but, uh, yeah, like he's, I mean, he's like as far as I'm concerned, as far as indies go, like I, I can't think of somebody that's got more juice than him right now. What about Juice Robinson? Juice Robinson is definitely up there, but I, I think Janelle has got him beat. I mean, it's in his name. I guess, yeah, he, he, yeah, that is accurate. Yes. I mean, if you can, cons- I mean, you're talking about juice. I mean, do you consider like like top level guys in New Japan uh, indie guys? Because like, I mean, it depends on are they are they free agents? Or are they free to roam wherever they want? Like, cause well, let's say, yeah, I was gonna say, let's say guys who are yeah, like a free agent type of guy. Because like, I know those guys are contracted. They don't really show up anywhere, but they're an ROH who who is basically like the sister company now to New Japan. They're pretty much like, it's, it's almost like being in the same Them field. and, uh, what is, is it, KMLL in Mexico? But they have a work group? CMLL, yeah. Yeah. You know, like, like I think, the I think, famous, like, I think the, the oldest wrestling company in the world. Yeah, that one. KMLL. Yeah. <laughs> KMLL, Cincinnati. No, they, uh, like, the, the three of them have a working agreement with one another. But, I'm I just I just feel like Janelle is like on fire right now. Mm. Okay, so I could see like of all the guys who are like the 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 traveled guys who work everywhere, he's the guy right now. I would think so, yeah. Well, somebody who probably had that title recently is heavily rumored, if not all but confirmed, is fucking Matt Riddle to be yes. in. Uh, and he, he is going to be at Joey Janela's Lost in New York on Friday night. So, this Friday night. This Friday, so I might be seeing him to back to back. Oh, son of a bitch! When is uh? Where is that again? That's Long Mel- Island City. Yeah, Mel's Brom. Oh, oh, goddamn! Well, uh, I can't go, but well, it's, it's cool. all it's sold out. So, yeah. oh well, I definitely like I said, I can't yeah, go. Yeah, but I am fucking it's sold out. Really looking forward go. to that. Goddamn, goddamn, motherfucking son of a bitch! Yep. But 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 speak of New Japan. Can we talk about New Japan right now? Because yes. it's uh, they are completely on fire, and we talked about the. I talked about Dominion the last few times I was on. Now let's talk about this G One tournament, which is a nineteen night tournament, and it's just a lovely. Thank you so much for your New Japan World that we have this. Uh, we have this trade off agreement with our various streaming sites, with my <laughs> with my WWE Network and your New Japan World. Right. We got it. Um, like, hey, hey, Sean, could you um. Could you like subscribe to Power Bombs? Then we have all three. 
Yeah, throw something <laughs> into the mix, Sean. No, like for real. Yeah, like, I mean, like no joke. Like can we just can we just like swap these three? Threat? Yeah, sure. No problem. That'd be amazing. Alright. Yeah, and it's like uh I I've been using a New Japan world far more than I've been using my WWE network, and it was just the delight of working Especially because, like, I'm at work and it, it like, starts at, like, 4.30 in the morning or, like, 5.30 in the morning. And I'm at work for another hour and a half. So I can already start watching it live on my phone mm-hmm. if, if it's dead. And it's usually dead by then if I'm not on a job. And so, then, like, I could just get home and keep watching it until it's over and then go to bed. So for the last it's couple like, of weeks, I haven't watched WWE very much. Uh, I, save, of course, NXT and 205 Live. Um, but I, uh, I, I was checking in on the G1 tournament, especially, like, you know, I wanted to see, like, Kenny Omega versus Ibushi, things like that. But I watched the entire uh, final event, so I saw, like, all all those matches, plus, of course, like, the, the, the G1 Climax. The Climaxu. All right, so, um, and Sean, you didn't really see any other matches leading up. No, which is a shame, because I love the G1 so much, and I just haven't, with this, I just moved apartments, so with this I haven't had time, but I did watch the finals, and I yeah, intend you, to go back and watch the rest of the tournament. You were really on it last year, and really, The last, like, like you three know, years, I, yeah? Last, last few this, years, yeah, but yeah. for sure last year, you were on my ass about it, and I didn't watch as mm-hmm. much as I should have. But, I mean, before we talk about the final, I'll just want to shout out, where's this fucking, there we go, it's my notes. I watched a lot, uh, Sabre Jr. and Ibushi, Omega, Naito, uh, I'll skip a couple, uh, Omega and Ishii was uh, pretty incredible. Uh, that very hard hitting. Uh, Omega fucking got his lip completely ripped open. He was bleeding everywhere in the last moments of the match. Um, the Yano yeah, and Ishii Omega. always has, has like yeah. solid matches like that. Just really hard hitting. Yeah, strong style. Yeah, Yano and Omega had another uh, funny one, but <laughs> it was like not as stupid, but it was really good. Um, and then like the last two nights in particular. Um, let's see, like, uh, or rather the, um, yeah, Naito, or the, the, the second to last night in, in Budokan, Naito versus Zack Sabre Jr. was pretty fucking awesome, and Omega versus Ibushi, uh, like, damn near classic on its own, and then obviously the final match, which is the one thing you guys both saw, Tanahashi and Ibushi, and like I said with um, Omega and Okada, about like I saw that and I'm like, wow, that might be objectively the greatest match I've ever seen. I I came out of this match just totally amazed. Like that's one of the greatest matches I've ever seen in my entire life. Like that that fucking final. I wasn't that high on it. Uh, like it was definitely yeah. an entertaining match. But... I've watched it like four times now. Wow, yeah. they had a really good match. Like was it two and or maybe three that. years ago on like night one of the G1, which was really awesome too. I actually thought that match was kind of better than this one. And yeah, this really? match was great. Don't get me wrong. I'm just saying. You know, I thought it was one of the better matches I've ever seen. So mm-hmm. okay. I don't know where it ranks exactly just yet, but like it's it, just really. It was definitely a quality match. It's definitely yeah, a really good match. Definitely not the like the best match of objectively the best match I've ever seen. Well, no, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go that far. I think it's one of the. It's definitely one of the best matches I've ever seen. Like I will say without certainty that like I think that Omega and Okada is like the objective, the best match I've just ever seen in my life. Like that's just. That's just me. The most recent one you're talking about from Dominion. Yeah, 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 from Dominion. Like, I haven't watched it again because I'm afraid to watch it again and think <laughs> less of it. You know what I mean? Like, I'm yeah. just w- holding off on doing that for well, a while. I, I rarely rewatch matches. Like, I haven't, like, the last, like, 15 or 16 years. Um, right. Any match that I've come across and I've said, wow, this match, is, this match was amazing, like, I don't watch it again. And I mean, like, I literally, for only the second time in my life, um, 
a few months ago, watched The Rock and Hulk Hogan at uh, WrestleMania X8. Holy shit. I, I never even watched that like five times. See, I never watched it a second time. I just was like, you know what? <laughs> like, I'm just going to preserve my memory of that. That was a great experience. Like, it's still awesome. Yeah. Uh, agreed. I haven't, I've never rewatched it either. It, it just, for me, it was what it was in the moment. And I've ne- I probably will rewatch it at some point, but I- I'm with you, Matt. Yeah. yeah, I seldom to ever watch any any event we go to live now. I almost never watch it un- unless I find out there was something, some story being explained, or like some kind of ring banter that needed to be heard. Like, uh, right, like the the Hell in a Cell at uh, was it WrestleMania 28 with uh, Triple H and Undertaker. Yeah, right. How apparently there was a lot of banter between them all. I'm the total opposite when and- it comes to that. Um, like I, I, I don't always like to like this Tanahashi Bushi thing is like a rare exception where I was just into something so much I just wanted to watch it a few times and just like really pour over it. But I usually don't like try to like I try to like watch something and space it out, then watch it again when I get like a hankering for it. So I don't like wear it out in my mind. But especially when we go to a live event, I immediately try to watch it over just to see it from the production, how it came off, the commentary. Like I want like. I think I like going live is like half the experience, and I want like the rest of it when we get yeah, back. Yeah, that I agree with you, Denny, on that one. I, I do like to watch it back. Yeah, like I mean, oh, but I totally like I totally feel you, Matt, on like that idea of just like you know old school. Just like I saw it live, I was there. That's how I remember the show. That's what it is. Yeah. You know, and the funny thing I'm is, just very into the media of everything. The funny thing is, I'll rewatch stuff that I like from my childhood that I used to watch frequently. Like I'll rewatch Bread and Perfect. Um. Mm-hmm. Like I've, I've, you know, I watch those matches like like dozens of times, but like there's probably a certain nostalgia to that. I think that's why. Oh, I'm definitely, yeah. But Bread and Perfect is definitely it's great, but it's definitely better with the nostalgia of like seeing that then and thinking it's amazing. Mm-hmm. When it's kind of like we've seen so much stuff that totally like obliterates that, blows it out of the water. But it's like that's still great, you know. It's yeah. still fucking great. Speaking of, speaking of nostalgia, uh, like everybody died in the last like three weeks. Uh, yeah. yeah, Nikolai Volkov, Grandmaster Sexy, Brian Christopher, um, Brickhouse Brown. Those three Brickhouse, on the same day. Brickhouse Brown on the same day, and then uh, just what was it? Two days ago, uh, three days ago, we lost Jim the Anvil Nightheart. Yeah, and you know what? And it wasn't even like fucking. I was just like, I saw that he died, and I said, "Here's another guy." You know, I know he had a lot of he had problems with drugs and alcohol and stuff like that. But like, I figured like, oh, what happened? Like, you know, cardiac arrest, yada yada. But no, he just fucking fell and hit his head like that's it man so you know sad. yeah it sucks it's so fucked like he could just be alive like warrior was gonna die like eddie was gonna die you know like they were their shit failed and there was nothing you could do about it like after all the fucking damage he did to themselves but he like could have just not fell you right. know like and it sucks and- um it sucks and it's like you know he's, he's another one he's he's on he's on um tuesday night titan a fair amount and uh, they do like a dating game segment with them. It's just like it was just like I can't believe fucking J- Jim the Anvil Nightheart's not with us anymore. It's like that's a tough one. That's a tough one to swallow. Mm. What was you guys' hardest like uh, when a wrestler passed away? Let's say like excluding Owen because that was just like the ultimate like tragic like ridiculously fucked up. I mean you know we're, I assume we were all watching it. Live, I'm gonna so. Macho Man and Warrior. Yeah. Macho Man and Warrior were both awful. Uh. I remember I was in um I was still in my hotel. I was still I, I I stayed in New Orleans a couple days after Mania and um I was literally I was about to like Sean and I were gonna hit the town one more time and just like go out there and just you know, find a place, hang out, meet up with a friend I have down there and uh and I got a text, Warrior's dead and I was like staring at it. And there was one of those you know those moments where like you're reading plain English and it's not making sense to you? 
Yep. Like you're just your brain is like, nope, try again. And you're just like, Warrior is dead exclamation point. And you're like, No, that can't be right. <laughs> and then like went on WWE.com, saw they confirmed it, Triple H had already tweeted about it, and I was like, whole then I had to like break the news to Sean. I'm like, alright buddy, sit down. I'm like, we're not going. Oh, uh, you had to fucking tell him. And then like we just we just stayed in a hotel room and like ordered like a ton of room service and just ate ourselves into a coma and we're just like Okay, so that we we literally just saw this guy last night. <laughs> like we just saw him in a ring last night, and he's dead. And um, Macho Man was also a strange one because the night before Macho Man died, uh, I was I was also with Sean that night, and he went, uh, "Hey, you know, a wrestler hasn't died in a while." <laughs> I was, oh, I, and this was actually only a few days off. He of, fucking said that shit. And this was only a few days after uh, Larry Sweeney had had died. And oh, I was like, what? I forgot about Larry. And he was like, uh, it was like, what about Larry Sweeney? And he was like, yeah, but like, like, like a really famous wrestler hasn't died in a while. And then like literally less than 12 hours later, he texted me and he's like, I, I think Macho Man's dead. So Sean killed Macho Man. Holy shit. I want to never forgive him for that. But Macho Man had a job to do. He had to stop Jesus from coming back. He and did. He, he, and you remember we had a, we had a pizza adventure that day. That was our, that was our stat did. pizza adventure. Yeah. We did. And it was, yeah, we, like, he died that morning and then we... Sean had the Macho Man uh, figure with us. Yeah, we we brought it with us. Yeah, for the Staten Island Pizza Adventure. Yep. But uh, yeah, fuck was, man. Yeah, I, was... I, it's it's hard for me to decide between like I feel like uh, between like Eddie and 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 Piper. I that doesn't matter. Like a uh, Warrior. Yeah, it sucks because it seemed like he was. You know, I, I didn't. I'm not that like attached to Warrior. He's still he's still a human being, and it, it's it's sad. And obviously Macho, like you know, I fucking love Macho Man and. And that was fucked up. But, like, Eddie was, like, someone who I loved and we were seeing every week. So, like, then he was just gone suddenly, you know? And, I, and that was fucking rough. I found out from Eddie, from you, you you, you called me and left me a voicemail. I was at work, and I, I just checked my voicemail, like, later in the night. I was still at work. And you were you were like, hey, I just, just want to know what you, what you thought about this, this Eddie situation. And, like, that was, like, all you said. And I was like, wait, well, Eddie? Like, you like you didn't specify that he died. You just like were like, oh, this Eddie thing, and you sounded I just really assumed you were abreast. And, and I had I hadn't been because I was I just I was at work and at my old job. Like, we were cut off from the outside world when we were at work. So I like I immediately like like crept away and like checked what happened, and it was like Eddie Grau dead, and I'm like, fuck. Yeah, yeah. I think that that one I would probably list that as the hardest one because, uh, like, Denny, to your point, like you just said. He was active on TV like every week and in such a great spot in his career too, like professionally. And uh, that's I think that's what makes that one so much more difficult, you know, my personal opinion and some of the others, because at least they had been away for a while. Now, Warrior, of course, is a a special example just coming back. And then all of a sudden, you know, yeah, it's yeah. Uh, Well, Macho Man had just started, like, he had just started reconciling with them at that time. Like, he started... uh, He did a commercial. He appeared in the commercials, yeah. Mm. And that was, like, not too long before, like, all that happened. I mean, you also got to say, I mean, you know, it's so hard to say it now, but, like, at at least at the moment it happened, Benoit, because, remember, like, for, like, what, quite a few hours, it wasn't known what happened. Right, we just... So it was just, like, Benoit's dead. It's like, holy crap. And then, of course, the next day, everything crept out yeah. but we initially like, i mean we thought that it seemed like something had happened to him like he, he he and his family were murdered and then it turned out they were just by him right i mean so i mean for for a while there you know for that whole day we thought that it was something just an awful tragedy that yeah, I mean, was different from what we found out it was so that was kind of tough too at the time i mean they even had the tribute show for him that yeah, the night. tribute show to him and i think they also announced that night that they were like nixing the uh 
because that was the Vince McMahon dying storyline where he, yeah, yeah yeah they got rid of that because and I think like they announced it like they just weren't marching forward with that I think something I think Sensational Sherry had died right around that same time too mm. like I think I think it was very close I'm gonna, I'm, I'll, I'll check that one for you okay but yeah I mean even with all that being said about Eddie I still like gotta just edge it out to uh, Piper because. Like, uh, even though he he wasn't there every week, but it was he had his uh, podcast. podcast. Yeah. And I was listening to him every episode and just hearing him just like in his older age, just being like just super sweet and super nice. And just he was just I don't know, man, I can't describe it. And like just what he meant to me, like that was like my first ever favorite wrestler, you know, like as a kid. It was like him and Macho and Jake. They were like, and of and of and of, of the three of them, the one who like I feel like I think is the best person, like you know, the nicest guy. Like it was just Piper, you know. Like yeah. after now, like after all this time and like learning about these people, and it's just like, and then again listening to him every week on the podcast, and just like it's like having like this nice uncle that's in your life that talks to you once a week, you know. And it's like, and then he was gone. It was like I was really really sad, like like one of the most like upset and sad I was for like someone who wasn't my own family. Yeah. You know, uh, he, uh, he didn't like, not that it was unexpected. I mean, he was in pretty bad shape, but it seemed like, yeah. you know, uh, that, that was a sad one. Uh, Nikolai Volkov a couple of weeks. So that, that one actually, that one bothered me. <laughs> and that was just last week. You know? Yeah. Like I, you know, like I actually, I actually got to meet him like years ago. Yeah. And, uh, spoke Russian with him very briefly. I mean, like, from anyone ever who's ever spoken about I've never heard anyone say anything bad about Nikolai Volkov. You yeah, know? You, don't, you don't hear anything like, bad about him, but, like... Never, I, like, you know? I, um... You know, he just... He's just, like... I just... I just... I have a lot of nostalgia for him. Like, he he was basically, like, the evil Russian during the Cold War. <laughs> like... Yeah. If Shiki Baby loves you, then, you know, you know you're a good brother. Yeah. By the way, Sherry, yeah, not nine days prior to Benoit. Yeah, so I remember, like, that was, like... There was like two deaths like very close to each other, and it was like, all right, uh, Vince, maybe you want to not do a death storyline. Yeah, yeah, pretend death. Yeah, because the shit happens in real life. Yeah, pretend death is not. Don't do pretend death. You know. I mean, you could do it. It's just like I don't know. No, I mean, like it's it's one of those like it's like the same thing with any movie or any fiction, or it's like you establish the rules and then that's it, right? Where it's kind of like, yeah, this is kayfabe, but it's still like real people in kayfabe yeah like we have this like way in our head of just the rules of wrestling and if we ever question something it's because it just seems like it just doesn't fit in the rules like you know al wilson dying and a man blowing up and not and we all know he's not really dead it's like uh, just maybe steer away from that kind of shit you know lucha underground you set the rules this is total fantasy like ridiculousness right yeah so people could die and be resurrected and you're not supposed to buy it like it's kind of real you know kayfabe is still like we know this is not like really what these people are doing but it's still supposed to feel kind of real in a way so maybe don't like put a guy in a fucking glass case and fill it up with concrete you know shit like that, yeah. that that's all i'm saying okay that's well, just my opinion yeah um <laughs> that's some of the wrestling news uh cm punk is getting sued by cole cabana jesus christ the things that are going on right now you know about you know about this one right yeah, he's. I'm so. I like kind of want to forget about CM Punk now at this point. I feel like anybody that supported him in any capacity is now like, you know what? This guy actually kind of sounds like a prick. And yeah, I'm sure well, for me. Like, I mean, I, I I love Punk. You know, during his entire run, like he's one of my favorites ever. Um, me too. 
like I'm for me I don't really mind like I'm I'm I've been able to separate like CM Punk like the performer that was there and CM Punk the man outside it's it doesn't like it's a shame but it doesn't really uh it doesn't really scar my my vision of what he was so I feel yeah. like it makes you care a little less I know I mean me. like I still hold his matches in the same high regard and all the things he did in the same oh, high yeah, regard. Oh, yeah, definitely. But, but it's like, but when you, you just go, eh. I mean, you just hear these stories where, like, he, he literally just excommunicated, like, anybody in WWE, like, that that still works there, and they're and they're just like, what the fuck? Like, we're... Like, Corey Graves. Like, they're yeah, boys, apparently. And, yeah, and, and he's like, like, look, I'm sorry that I have to make a living, and this is, this is like, where I work. Like, I'm sorry I still work here. You yeah, know? like, it doesn't, that shouldn't change anything. I mean, you know, and he's just like, nope. Uh, it's kind of like if you it, like, would you like, you know, let's say you had a long term girlfriend, right? Who like uh, was like, let's say like, you know, also like friends with like a mutual friend with one of your friends. Right. And then you guys break up like really badly, like really bad breakup. You're like, fuck this bitch. I can't even fucking whatever. And your friend like still talks to that person like you're not going to totally excommunicate your friend. You know, she's right. kind of like, yeah, it's like this is, you know, still some people do that. That's between you. That's between y'all, you know? Some people do, yeah. And it's kind of like a bitch-ass move, you know? Uh, but, I mean, mm-hmm. like, you could also, like, address it, and it sounds like... It sounds like Punk didn't ever even address these things with these people. He just was like, fuck you, we're done. Like, just, just like, blocked them, deleted their cell phone number, just was like, don't talk to me again. But it was like, mm-hmm. what? I didn't... But, anyway. But well, uh, well, the thing is that, like, uh, and this is... Uh, Matt, you could weigh in on um, this being two Jewish people, or at least Cole Cabana being a Jew, uh, that, uh... <laughs> That apparently, like, this whole thing with the doctor and the WWE, like, Punk was like, yeah, come in with me, do this fucking case, I got the legal fees, whatever. Then when it's all said and done, legal fees come out to, like, you know, half a mil, he was like, oh, yeah, 250K, that's all you, buddy, take care of it, goodbye, you're on your own. Like, well, I totally, like, you know. Well, it's even it's even even worse than that, because um, I think, um, here's what complicates it. Cole Cabana was going to take the episode of the show down because I think he, he it started off with like a cease and desist if I if I heard the correct story and CM Punk was like nah fuck that like don't take it down like I'll pay any legal fees that come from this like leave it up though like this is you know this is the truth blah 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 everybody right. needs to hear it okay yeah um, so, so he would have gladly taken it down to avoid all the fucking litigation. so that's what that's what he's saying now he's like I would have just taken like, yeah. it down he told me to keep it up he'd pay my legal fees and then I kept it up got hit with all his legal fees and he's just like hey, you're on your own buddy like and he you know he has text and stuff to to sit, to show that he said that like that he he made that promise so it's really fucked up, man. As like a guy that, like, you know, from all of our perception of everything that we've heard them speak and talk about, that they're like best friends, you know. And it's just kind of like, like, like he's he was doing this to like, I don't know, like, what did Punk get out of still having that shit up? Like to have his fucking point of view out there, to have his voice be heard. Punk said, "Hey, man, I want my fucking my opinion to be heard out there. You know, I'll put it on my fucking shoulders, whatever fucking consequences." And then he just says, "Oh, fuck you," and just fucks him over. I mean, it's just total scum. You know, if this is all true, you know, right? You can't you can't do that though. <laughs> yeah, and then you're just gonna like, you know, I don't know, man. I I, I don't I don't believe in karma, like, because there's plenty of assholes that don't get it, but it's just kind of like. Like, I I don't want to wish anything bad, but I just almost hope something in that vein happens to him. So maybe he can realize, like, you can't, like, fuck over people that, like, trust you. Right. I don't know. Like, I don't know, maybe, like, his wife cheats on him or something like that. I don't know. Well, uh, so there's that. That's That was a big story. The May Young Classic. Um, 
has been recorded all the way up to the finals. Right. No, no spoilers, of course. No spoilers. I, 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 I'm really I trying. To, I'm really trying to avoid them. I'm really annoyed at WWE though because, like, they have all this lead. They have basically like a month now before they start even showing it. And unlike last year, where they kind of, they think they released it all in one shot. Like they usually every round, I think, like once per week or something like that. Like, is that I, what it was? I don't remember, but they're doing. I think they're doing it in like 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 hour episodes or something like that. I, they're they're. I can't remember, but I. They're, I think it's a longer dole out this time. Yeah, so it's gonna go. It it's gonna it go is. from the first week of September all the way to the last week of October when they have the uh, the, the Evolution pay per view. And uh, mm-hmm. it's like, yo, know, like you guys did this, and I'm trying to avoid it, and you're just you're just making it hard for me to avoid spoilers because I literally have over two months that I have to hope that some asshole doesn't just post the results somewhere online where I'm going to see it. Right. That's a long time to record and get to the finish. Yeah. It's like, why do you... I mean, like, where are you going to be online that it's, you're going to see it? Anywhere. What do you mean anywhere? And, like, yeah, what, like, you like, just... I'm not going to be anywhere online besides, like, our own wrestling Facebook group, which someone will fucking get that shit deleted and fucking their asses booted out. I don't give a fuck. But like besides that, like I'm not going to be at any like wrestling news website where the, uh, all all it takes is one person tweeting something. Yep, I I have deleted my Twitter, so there's that. I'm right. I'm I'm good. You know, it's an Instagram and like pretty much any social media. It's just there's always a risk that somebody's going to ruin it for everybody. Um, but yeah, if you just scroll through like Instagram or something, so anybody could put something up, and yeah. you just have no idea it's coming. But uh, I am a. Uh, I am very happy. A lot of indie women that I am a huge fan of are in this tournament. Yeah, you must be excited because you've I, seen a lot of these girls. Sienna. Yeah, Allison Kay. Yeah. You, you talk about her a lot, or yeah. you have talked about her a lot. Yeah, she, she's... So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get to see her. I'm excited for that. I've never uh, seen her before. Priscilla Kelly. Priscilla Kelly, yeah. You, I saw her at the Evolve show, right? Like you, did. you said. Yep. She's yeah, I she's very attractive. Even though she's got the scary fucking wolf girl look going on right now, but she's still very attractive. <laughs> um, there's also it's funny how they have uh, they have wolf girl and like a, a facsimile of Britannica both on this fucking thing. Who's the girl with like she had like the suspenders and like the glasses and like the peppy attitude? I was just like, oh, it's Britannica. Like this is like just I, I, I don't remember that one. Yeah, I don't know. They were doing the parade of of, of bitches. Yeah, I'm sorry. That's not that's not nice. You can't. You yeah, can't. that that is. Jenny's <laughs> comments do not represent the views of doing the job. Right. No, I, thank I, you, Sam. I, I'm I'm, jo- I'm Ter- joking. Terrible, though. terrible. Uh, Especially <laughs> in light of fucking Dave Meltzer. Yeah, Dave Meltzer being about a- my my iconic beautiful princess. Let's talk about Danny Smelter. What what did what did Danny Smelter say that was so bad? So he was talking. Italy, ding dong, Dave. He was talking uh. about. <laughs> He was talking about the uh, you know people coming over from NXT into the main roster and how it's not bode it hasn't um, what's what's the past tense of bode it has bode? not bode well yeah it's I mean bode is like only past boded, tense. It, it's not bodeding well for them no yeah, bode <laughs> is only a past tense word yeah um, and he and somehow they they trail off to, they're they're talking about her and they and they say that she um they, her her. They tried to make her hotter, and it's not working for her, or something like that. And then, and then it goes on to say that that she's got bigger, All which right. is like okay, like like well, she, what, he said that she was lighter in NXT, yeah. re- referring to her uh, her her implants. And then four, and Sean, then oh, go ahead. Well, and then I, I have the actual transcript up here. If you okay, yeah, yeah, say, yeah, yeah, please, say, please, yeah. Before, let me say something before Sean goes on a rant. 
Well, okay. go ahead. Oh, oh okay. Uh, I was going to say. <laughs> Let me say something. Was silence. No, no, I was saying. Thought, thought you were going to read the, the thing first. I'm sorry. You uh, just said before I did. I well, I, well, I thought you were going to read the transcript, not uh, not the ranting part yet. But yeah, no. Before you go on a rant, I was going to say like, whatever he's saying. I just want to throw in my two cents and say that like, if anything, if they're saying that. Is she just talking about her tits? Because if you're saying, like, her overall weight, I'd say she's looking better now. Maybe she was too skinny in NXT, and now she's, you know, she's well, looking Yeah, I mean, listen, anything can be taken out of context, so I at least wanted to read the transcript of what he had said first. And basically, here's here's the back and forth. There's, like, five lines of dialogue here from their podcast, Meltzer and uh, this other guy, Alvarez. So Meltzer says, I thought they had a cool act in NXT, you know, speaking about the Iconics. And on the main roster, I don't get a thing out of them. I don't think their promos are particularly good. Their wrestling isn't good. I think they even like. I think Peyton Royce's transformation to look more attractive. You know, speaking on her her breast implants. I don't know. I don't want to say, but I don't think that. And then the, the other guy cuts him off. He says that they were more attractive in NXT. And Meltzer says, "I thought so. Yes, to me, I would say so. Yes, but that's neither here nor there. So uh, so far, I don't have any issue with this, right? Because they're just talking. But I love but I love when people have to say so- like bring something up and then they they disqualify it by by saying like, but that doesn't matter. But it's like you just said yeah. it. Like why are you even saying? Yeah, it? yeah. You, you why bring it up then? Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, so anyway, Meltzer. The, the comment that, that I think everybody was upset about was the last comment where Meltzer said, uh, uh, you know, I didn't say that at all. That they're not unattractive. But he says, uh, but she doesn't stand out to me when she was in NXT. She she was a lot lighter. So I think that a lot of people took that, you know, pretty wrong. So Peyton Royce obviously did. But like also like why are you talking about like how attractive they are like at this point? Exactly. And I think that's the the whole point of it is like, you know, especially you shouldn't at all. But like especially in this day and age, like like not only is it inappropriate, but you're just stupid at that point. Like, you know, you're going to call that for like, why would you say a thing in in general? Like the whole thing is just, I don't know, especially with somebody who obviously loves Peyton Royce and the Iconics, like. I'm going to defend them no matter what, so... Yeah. No, fuck Meltzer. <laughs> <laughs> just straight up. Fuck... What's his name? Now, Big Dick Diddly Dung Dave, or whatever I, I have affectionately named him uh, uh, Big <laughs> Big Ding Dong Diddly Dave. <laughs> or Big Diddly Ding Dong Dave. It doesn't matter. Either way. Right. Uh, I was going to say, a lot, of the, a lot of the WWE roster are, like, totally trashed him after this, too. Which yeah, pretty- I mean, like, look, he deserves fucking slag right for for saying some dumb shit like that i'm not just gonna say fuck him you know it's yeah, just kind of like I, I i like listening to dave and listen to uh, you know him. analysis i don't agree with everything he says but like uh, you know yeah fuck him for saying that but i'm not gonna like totally dismiss him like you don't ever know what he's talking about like some people are like oh he's a total fucking whatever he's a fucking jabron ham and egger like he never knows what he's talking about well I mean, he, he he's he's like he's really not accurately correct most of the time, but he somehow has this like reputation Apparently of being like, like he kind of just makes stuff up and then like. Matt, can you be less accurately correct to sound like you? Yes, because that's like something you would say if I said what you just yeah. said. Yeah. I mean, here's the thing. I mean, listen, he didn't say the worst things in the world. Like, uh, there are far worse things that people have said, but. Yeah, he's not at like, the same time he's just not like denying the Holocaust here. He just it, fucking made a stupid comment about. Like he made a stupid comment and. It's just that, you know, it's one of those things, like, you, especially when you have a, as high a platform as he does in the industry, sadly enough, uh, you know, you just have to be more aware of what you're saying. And I think the funniest, uh, so there's just a lot of uh, backlash, like I said, from the WWE uh, guys and girls, but the, my, my favorite one was just simply from Seth Rollins. Six stars, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> Seth always... has been fucking hilarious on there. Yeah, um, good one, so. But yeah, um, so wait, so the Mayon Classic, uh, I don't know who the who the, the, the suspender 
person you're talking about is off the top of my head. Um, Maybe it wasn't suspenders, but she came out with like the glasses and she had like this really mm-hmm. like uh, peppy attitude. Hmm. Oh, now, go ahead. Uh, no, I was gonna say as you guys discussed it. So uh, last year they had this whole like a uh, like introduction to all the girls like in the ring and everything that hasn't aired on the network yet, has it? Is that yeah, what yeah, yeah, no, that's what we're yeah, talking about. Yeah, the parade. Yeah. Oh, so it's actually up on the network right now. I okay. said the parade of bitches. Uh, God damn it, Danny. <laughs> You and I don't, Dave Meltzer. Yeah, you guys should start your own podcast. I don't mean it. I'm not trying to side with Danny Schmelzer on this shit. God. Okay, I, so that's on the network. Okay. Yeah. Um Yeah. <laughs> Do you have any any favorites to win to win this tournament or like anybody you want to see, anybody you think has got a good chance? I uh, last year's tournament I really liked Rhea Ripley. I thought she was she was pretty awesome okay. until she lost to uh I believe Dakota Kai. So I'd like to see her do some things. I do not like Dakota Kai. You're wrong. <laughs> you're just I mean, wrong. like, that's not a wrong thing. It is. I'm saying you're wrong. She's really good. I don't know. What, what, what don't you like about her, anyway? I don't know. I, I, to be fair, I saw, one, like, one of her matches in the tournament last year, and I thought she wasn't good, and I haven't given her a fair chance, to be fair. So, well, yeah, that's... Yeah, you have a really All right. light opinion. It's yeah. not like Nia Jax, where I've given her a bajillion chances, and I still think she's, like, not the utmost trash, but she's just not good. Yeah. I, yeah. Dakota Kai's really good. Well, I think it's just not good. Oh, uh, Vanessa Craven is in this tournament, and I'm excited about that because she's, you know, that, she was one that was like six two. I'm feeling a lot of these girls. Mm-hmm. I'm feeling. I'm feeling. I, I was watching the parade of ladies, well, and I was feeling a lot. Here's of them. the thing, my uh, th- there's so many, so many girls like I, I want to see flourish from this. Um, but I'd say that the two main ones, uh, Mercedes Martinez and Mia Yim. Yeah, Mia Yim is. Yeah, she like Matt. You have a much uh, larger scale of things you've seen from her, but I thought she was awesome when I saw her last year. Yeah, and I would just now I don't know like from a booking standpoint if they'd want to have uh, an Asian win the tournament back to back. Like I don't know if that right. like if that's something they'd want to avoid for some reason. It seems like that's something Vince McMahon would have a problem with. Well, if you remember, I said the same thing going into the Rumble this year. If they were going to have the two Japanese people win their respective Royal Rumbles, and they did, for whatever it's worth. So Uh, so maybe, yeah. Which which I think even hurts it even more, because now it's like, okay, so we had a Japanese girl (laughs) win the tournament last year. Now two Japanese people win the Royal Rumbles. It's like, now you're going to have a a, a South Korean win uh, the Mae Young Classic this year, but... Uh, she, I think I just think she's she's uh, she's one of my favorite wrestlers. Period. Uh, really, me, me and this is right. Yeah, I having not even seen that, that larger library on her, I totally buy into that. Like she just looks so good in the ring. Yeah, like she's one of those wrestlers where like when she's coming to the ring, you know you're going to see a quality match. Period. Um, but then Mercedes Martinez is in the tournament again, and I feel like like she's. I mean, she's older. Like she, she's closer to like our age at this point. She's been wrestling for a really long time. It's like I feel like this is a good opportunity to really just put her over and, and maybe even take her into the WWE with, with some steam behind her. I don't think she wins. I think she's in there to be a vet, you know, like she was last year. But they, they should like pick Hello? her up. Hello. Hi. Oh, <laughs> they dropped something. I thought someone was knocking on my door. Yeah. Um, well, I think that uh, it looks at least as if one of the big differences between this year and last year is that, like last year, there were a lot of quality. Uh, there was a lot of quality talent in there, but there was also a lot of really new talent that they just wanted to showcase because it's like, look, we have a girl from India, we have a girl from China, we have a girl from you know Brazil, and this year, not that I've seen a lot of them, but like uh, it at least seems that they've all kind of been a, you know traveled around and they're actually are veterans in the business. 
So there's not a, as much like new talent where the first round was sort of a wash last year because, it, you know, they just hadn't been around that long. Does that make sense? What I'm saying? Yeah. 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 Uh, so we'll we'll see. I mean, I've seen I have seen a lot of these women wrestle in the indies, so I'm excited about a very very many number of them at this point. Um. I, mean, I loved last year's tournament, so I'm very much looking yeah. forward to this. I year. do, I do really want to see somebody somewhere get a picture of Priscilla Kelly and Paige next to each other because <laughs> they get they they get compared all the time because they have a similar aesthetic. Yeah, I haven't really seen Priscilla Kelly like in the ring, but uh, just from like pictures online and stuff, you're yeah, I, yeah, I see it. <laughs> b- black hair and pale complexion. I like that Paige. Um. I've I've even seen uh at the last Shimmer weekend I went to um Hiroyo Matsumoto was there when they had the Joshi girls for that weekend, so I saw mm-hmm. her a couple of times, and uh, she's pretty lit. So, fam, she's lit, fam. Seven five, yeah, <laughs> lit, fam. And uh, did, did you see the the girl Ariel Monroe? The fr- like, I think she was one of the first ones to come out. Um, I yeah, I saw them all. I mean, I can't like like think of her on the top of my head. Yeah, that's uh, she's she's a couple with Cedric. They're they're like a thing. Oh, yep. oh yeah, yeah, right. They're, they're married, aren't they? I think they're either married or they have a child or both. Um, um who else oh. is in there? Madison Rain. She was she's been in TNA for like forever, hasn't she? Hadn't she been, or she's gone for a while? I, I don't she think she left TNA a while. Ago. Yeah, she hasn't been there for a while. She she, she has been wrestling in Shimmer for Sorry, a couple right. of years now. Also, oh, right. uh, Tiana Perazzo, who did a bunch of um, NXT and is the girlfriend of Marty Scurll. Well, she's in like uh, she's in like yeah, she's the, in that new yeah. class with Keith Lee in them. Yeah, but right, so that, yeah, that's awesome. And uh, uh, Caitlyn's back. Y'all, that is she looks so good. God, she looks so good. What do you what do you saw? All right, Dave Meltzer. I just uh, she got the midriff. <laughs> I, know, I thought she looked lighter when she was in there the last time. <laughs> uh, actually, she was not lighter. She I know. Was, like super fit right jokes, now. Jokes, jokes. Good lord! Yeah. Um, so- Tony Storm from last year is back. She uh, she was pretty impressive. I thought. Yeah, I think she. I think there's a. She may win it. I think she might win it. Um, yeah, I think so. I'd say like she's definitely gonna make it to like the semifinal. I don't know. We're, we'll go from there. Um, I don't. As much as I love Priscilla Kelly, I think she's still a little little bit on the green side. It hasn't been in. in I mean, she's only 21 years old, so like. I don't think she's going to leapfrog a bunch of these like more veteran wrestlers. Yeah, that's a negative. Like you never know, but I think she's you know she's uh she's with Darby Allen, Denny. Oh, but like right, so she was the valet for the other guy, but she's with Darby Allen, right? right? You were telling me that at the, at the yeah, but in in Evolve, she's she's Austin Theory's valet. Hmm. Austin Theory, yeah. Yeah, they were both pretty good. Yeah, Austin Theory's they're both going to get scooped up at some point by uh, WWE. Austin Theory, I mean, he 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 looks like he's like custom made for WWE. Yeah, he is he's yeah, WWE guy for sure. Yeah, he'll uh, you know, he'll end up in uh 205 Live doing the job to uh fucking Grand Metallic or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. Uh, I don't know. Man. That's that's the thing that fucking always scares me is that like I'm going to fucking watch Keith Lee like you know, get on the main roster and like lose like a six minute match to like fucking one of the uh, authors of pain or some shit. 
I know, I know. And, and and the difference is like from some kind of like Mark saying like Keith Lee has got to go in there and, and run the table and be, no, it's like we like yeah, he doesn't have to beat everybody in the world, but he doesn't have to be like a, a fucking somebody who's really talented he doesn't have to be a fucking Jabronski, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like do something interesting with him. He can win, he can lose, but like, you know, we like name a guy recently that we were like super excited for and it's just like a total fucking ham and egg. That's pretty much any indie guy that goes to WWE. Once they reach the main roster. Not every. I wouldn't say every, but yeah, there's been some guys like, you know, especially with like the whole NXT call-up rate of people like being totally fucked. Oh, if, you, if, if yeah, anybody from NXT pretty much like, I mean, I can't say anybody, but like a good number of. Yeah, I mean, more recently, you know, they, they call them up and they just don't do anything with them because I think now the roster is so stacked. Bobby Roode. Yeah. I mean, you mentioned the Authors of Pain. Them, them yeah. too. Bobby Roode and the Authors of Pain, they're not jabrones, but they're not really doing anything interesting. So, what's up, what's up with that? I wish I had an answer, because, I mean, uh, it's just, again, it's just like, what what are, what are they doing with them? They're just kind of in this holding pattern where nothing happens. They were, first of all, they debuted and they weren't on the show for, like, how long? Like, did they, did they not even, like, make an appearance? Oh, the authors of pain. Yeah, yeah no. they, they went out there for like one or two weeks, and then they were just gone for a while. Now, I mean, I don't know if they were, somebody was nursing an injury or whatnot. And but. they had these things where, like, they invited every tag team to, like, you know, they had like a battle royal or something like that to determine the number one contenders, and like they weren't even involved. And it's like, what, what are you doing? Yeah, I mean, and, they just called up Sanity. They're like not doing anything, right? And and now that the uh, the revival is in a feud with the B team sort of and it looks like they're probably if 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 there's ever a time to drop the straps to them it's going to be this so it's like you've got a heel tag team with the titles after this happens and that's going to be sometimes going to have to elapse before we get a face tag team and then a heel tag team again right yeah i mean just go back to sanity for a second though i mean that's to me what happened on smackdown this past week is kind of the epitome of like you get called up to the main roster and like you ain't shit like uh so they had they had sanity they had sanity in a match against new day and you know new day of course has the the title match at at the uh at SummerSlam. so you know they're gonna win the match but specifically like the end of the match who took the pin like killian dane was like a monster in nxt and it looked like they might book him as a monster for the first like week when they called the SmackDown, and, like, he just ate... he Out of the three of them, he's the one who just ate the pin, like, no problem. Mm-hmm. Got scooped up by Big E, like, with no effort whatsoever, which, you know, impressive and all, but, like, uh, that was just poor decision-making to me. Like, to have him be the one to take the pin. They put him in that jobber fucking singlet. I don't know why they got rid of right. his, his look with the kilt. Yeah. And, and remember, these motherfuckers, they, they came up their first night. I think, like, they beat people up, and then they had a match and lost. Like, they lost their first fucking match on, on, the, on the show. Right, and I mean, but not only that, too, like, they ended up winning that few at New Day on, like, the uh, the pre-show, uh, last pay-per-view, what was it, Extreme Rules? It was Rules. a tables match. And, well, whatever, either way, they still beat the New Day in whatever match they were in, but somehow, like, in, like, just the way things are booked in WWE, they beat the New Day the last pay-per-view, yet New Day is the one with the opportunity for the titles. Yep. Because of some, like, stupid tournament, like... Because By virtue of that, like, New Day shouldn't have even been in the thing. It should have just been, like, Sanity versus whoever and then number one contender. Like, yeah. Otherwise, like, like, that match doesn't mean anything, basically. Nope. That's a whole other argument. So. Yeah. Maybe, well, um, matches meaning things, you know. Maybe they'll, um, maybe they'll surprise us. Um, maybe Brock Lesnar will retain the title. No, he won't. Oh, God. Please, and, no. And then, and so, then, yeah, let's talk about this shit now. And then Matt Riddle 
will debut on Monday Night no. Raw and and, and no. then just be be the new champion. That's not gonna happen. Imagine, imagine I mean, that happens. I wouldn't want that. I wouldn't want that to happen. That'd be great because he's he's like an MMA. No, wouldn't. No, wouldn't be. No, wouldn't be. I think it'd be wonderful. We're just gonna have this guy who like a. a a portion of the audience is going to know. Just come in, be like, "Hi, I'm a guy," and just be, I'm a barefoot guy, and he just beats Brock Lesnar. You know what? Like if, if you don't know who he is, you know, like if you, if you don't know who he is, fuck you. You shouldn't be watching wrestling. Just go home. I'm just saying. You yeah, know, that's, that's uh, right. kind so, of that, that'd be really bad booking. And if it wasn't a guy that you liked, you'd think it's really stupid. But it is a guy that I like, so it's not stupid. Yeah, but no, so you're having a clear bias. That's fine. All right, I just want you to admit that I'm not a I'm not a professional. I can I can have bias. Why don't you do admit that? But uh, all right. So I don't even know if we if we did the show since uh, Roman Reigns became the number one contender. Uh, probably not. But Roman Reigns is and and like there's stuff that happened on Raw and SmackDown to build SummerSlam, and I want to talk about this Roman Reigns thing because they totally fucked it up. So clearly. yeah, well, uh, well, first they did a, they did a whole thing where Brock Lesnar was at Raw, but he wasn't actually going to appear in the arena with the audience. He just was like, I'm I'm here. That's it. That's all I got to do. And yeah. Kurt Angle, which the, the, I don't understand this in storyline. Like, what? Who does he get? A, does he not get paycheck from WWE? Like, he only gets a paycheck from Brock Lesnar. Like, basically, Kurt Angle told him that if Brock Lesnar doesn't appear, that his his contract, Paul Heyman's contract, is terminated. But then they tell us in no uncertain terms later in the night that Paul Heyman works for Brock Lesnar. So it's like, yeah. Well, the writing doesn't make sense. Sorry. Like so, so, so finally. He goes out there and he's like, "Brock's not coming out. I'm sorry." And then Brock comes out. He attacks Kurt Angle, uh, punks out Baron Corbin, and then he, he gets physical with Paul Heyman, and they make it look like, "Oh, is there, are they going to do some shit here?" And if nothing else, this would have set the the groundwork for some like interesting possible storyline dynamic at SummerSlam. And then two nights ago on Raw, uh, Heyman is trying to. Which I don't even understand why they had to do all this because the end didn't justify the means. He's oh, let's get to that. Trying to recruit Roman Reigns, and then he pepper sprays him. Which, which by the way, so the script to Raw leaked out earlier that day, so I had it up, and I was like, all right, well, we'll see if Paul Heyman actually pepper sprays Brock Lesnar or Roman Reigns, and he did. And I was like, okay, the script is completely legit. I don't have to watch Raw anymore. But uh, <laughs> yeah, but like, why wouldn't you save that? force like like if if the if the whole plan if 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 all of this elaborate ruse that's been going on mm. now for 3 weeks was just to get to the part where Paul Heyman gets close enough to, to Roman Reigns to pepper spray him in the face why, why didn't he just do that yeah so um here's here's the thing about this whole scenario right i'm watching this and i was liking this segment because the they had a good idea going that they totally fucking squandered and destroyed. So you had Paul Heyman fi- uh, fire back on Roman, who was saying, um, he basically said, here, here's a contract, you know what I mean? Like, you think about it. Mull it over or whatever. But I think even before that, he said the thing about the, the Samoan thing, where he was like, because Roman was saying how his father taught him everything. He doesn't need someone teaching him anything. He knows everything he knows from, from his father, Sika, right? Heyman said, oh, yeah, I used to ride in the car with Afa and your father, Sika, and I learned all this stuff. And then he says something in Samoan, and Roman looks a little shocked. So it's like, wow, intrigue. What did he say? What does it mean to Roman, right? right? Here's the contract. You think about it. And Heyman's walking away. Boom. End the fucking segment right there. Right. Let us fucking think that of course. 
will Roman join? Yeah, exactly. Will Roman join with fucking Heyman? Like, get it in every, even if he doesn't, even if he just beats Brock Lesnar, punches Heyman in the face, walks out as the champion, at least you built up some kind of intrigue where people go, oh shit, Heyman might, I mean, uh, Roman might just side with Heyman and cheat to beat Lesnar and, and then, shake his hand at the end and he's a new Heyman guy. Like, build the intrigue. And now then at, and then at the be- match at SummerSlam, have Heyman whip out pepper spray, spray him in the face, and then Brock Lesnar just finishes him. And then that's like, oh. Got him. Or you, or, or well, yeah, to a less extent, do that or anything. But I'm saying, like, leave it there. It's like ha- have all these questions in the air. Like, what did he really say in Samoan? What does it mean? Will Roman sign with Heyman? Will he cheat to win? Who's going to be the champion? Find out all this and more this Sunday at fucking uh, SummerSlam. But instead, it's just yeah, Roman gets beat down again. Like every time he wrestled Brock Lesnar going into the show, he just Brock Lesnar beats him down. Yeah, you fucked the whole fucking thing up. Intrigue out the window. Right. It's just, I don't know who is sitting there. Like, when you pitch this idea, does no one speak up and say, what if we just leave it there and have everyone guessing? Because they no don't one say know that? how does to no do their job. That. They need to be fired. They light on their resume. <laughs> Vince, who, Vince, who is like, and in the past has been a genius with these type of things. Yes, like does he 25 fucking years this? ago, dude. I don't understand. It's just like I don't, and, and and it's just that simple. Like all you had to do was end the segment there and have Roman just standing there bewildered, and just have everybody wonder what the fuck is going to happen at, at, at summer. I, I do. I just like I, just this. Just like this is raw in a nutshell. It's just bullshit. It's just a fucking terrible show. <laughs> like I couldn't believe it. it. It was like so outstandingly like clueless compared to like weeks of me like barely like skimming or looking at raw and just going like well this is just sucks this was like wow that could have been awesome it could have been awesome yeah you know and then it wasn't anymore you didn't have to and you didn't even have to go through with it at least you know and just still have him be a baby face but at least it would have been interesting fuck man yeah so so dumb I have nothing even to add to this because you guys are right. I mean, <laughs> like, I mean, I'm usually like the, the resident Roman Reigns uh, guy here, but I have nothing to add because it's true. Yeah, I mean, no. It's... L- listen, the only thing I can hope for Roman is that Reigns. Oh, go ahead. I don't say, do you, uh, Sean. I'm asking, do you think Roman has input? Do you think he fucking speaks up to this shit? Well, I have. Does he I, know? I, obviously, I have no idea. But my right. theory, my theory is this: uh, is that Roman would have more input if he was more assertive backstage, and he's not. Now, again, I have nothing to go on with that except for just instinct, but right. that's what I think is true in my head. It just is, it, that, is that he should be more assertive and say, this is fucking stupid. I'm not doing this. Yeah. At like, this at this point, if you're going to be the guy, like, that's the kind of shit you really need to do is just be like, this right. is fucking stupid. Like, I'm not doing this. Fuck you. Like, like I'm sure how many times do you think, you know, back in the day, like Austin or Rock or, you know. God knows we know Hogan did it. Like, yeah, so we, 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 we have all heard we have all heard countless stories of everybody from the errors of, of of gone at this point would just be like, I'm not doing this. Like, I'm just fucking yeah, not doing this. this. And they'd have to regroup and figure something out. But like, like it's like these guys just go, all right, I'll go out there and do this. And it's like, there's no thought to like how just stupid this makes everything look. Even if you like, and and there, there's like. There's happy mediums to all this shit. Like, you know, like Roman's like, 
anyone could have been like, listen, you want to beat him down again? You, you could have still just beat him down, but kept it still within the guise of, like, maybe Brock is there and, like, you know, Heyman's kind of, like, walking away slowly just looking at Roman like, hi, I said that thing in the Samoan motherfucker, right? And then, like, Lesnar just pops out, like, pushes past Heyman, beats the shit out of uh, Roman, and uh, Heyman, you know, he doesn't – you don't see him leaving with Lesnar. He just walks away like he doesn't know what to do, and, and it makes you think, like, who's going to side with who, what's going to happen, something, you know, uh, anything. Now, I'm not, this is not taken away from the fact that seeing Heyman pepper spray Roman Reigns wasn't hilarious. It was fucking hilarious. Did you see the thing, by like, the way? I forget wh- which website it was, but some website reported that that was real pepper spray. For real? That, Get like, the fuck out of here. Well, I, I don't fucking well, know. Well, that was what, that's what they were reporting. That they, they reported that it was like – it was like done like to, to make it as real as possible. Like the Roman Reigns agreed to just be really pepper sprayed and, and like everybody replied to this new source quote, new source in quotation marks and was like, if that were real pepper spray, Roman Reigns would have been gasping for air and legit couldn't breathe. And like and the crowd and, and, and the, the people in the first viewers in the crowd would have even, had it. yeah, You're that's exactly what they said that in the air to like even possibly right. like that's, get it in anyone's eyes in a lawsuit. Right. Like why would they, that would just, that would be like a horrible thing to do. Um, have you guys um, ever actually like been pepper sprayed before, no. or or been in a in a place that's been pepper sprayed? No, um, I have. I was in a uh, where the hell was? I? I was in a friendlies restaurant, and the whole place <laughs> had to evacuate because somebody was like apparently in the kitchen like dicking around, and well, this is what I heard from the the, the fire people afterwards, and, and that somebody pepper sprayed somebody else like just joking around, and so I'm I'm sitting there eating, and all of a sudden like people around me start coughing and stuff. I'm like, okay, and then, like you know two people and three three tables, and I'm like fuck's going on and i start feeling it too in my eyes and my throat i'm like holy shit this is a real thing and then you know everybody had to evacuate like so and that was from like the kitchen and i'm in like you know the dining area you know forget about it if that was real pepper spray yeah (laughs) i uh i mean i've had tons of patients that have been maced and pepper sprayed in the face and it's brutal like brutal like they're it's brutal i've had to fucking deal with them so it's like there's there's no way and wash out their fucking face and eyes and shit like it's just no no but anyway i just thought that was amusing uh, yeah, is I don't. This why I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't read this shit. You know, I, I don't. I don't. I don't know dumb shit. But like, I mean, like Raw. I, I got nothing else to say about fucking. Like that's the main thing about Raw. And the main thing about SmackDown was like doing the total opposite of like you know. I guess it's not super intrigue, but at least like they they set it up nice with these video packages of of Daniel Bryan and the Miz to make oh, it like, these, fantastic. Real. These were fantastic. Yeah, I mean it's not like. You know, there's no like element of story intrigue other than let's just see Daniel Bryan get his hands on the Miz, but um, it's still like done and set up beautifully with you know, telling the story, you know, of everything else. Leading so up the, to the, it, the, the Miz is winning this match, right? I don't, I don't know, man. <laughs> I really don't like to sit and kind of speculate these things anymore. I just kind of want to see what happens. I think I, I think we need to have the feel good right away. I, I do. The hot. Rumor, rumor, rumor is that this is the main event of, of SummerSlam. Really? The hot rumor, yep. You just said you don't read these things on the websites and you read this. Somebody told me that I read, that I say I fucking read anything? This is what I was told. By who? By someone who has a reputable, reputable source. Uh, Jordan told me that there's a source that he goes to that <sighs> this guy also predicted uh, or, or told us about it, a lot of other things like main eventing in the past, like... Uh, the Women's Rumble, I think it was. And yeah, but I predicted some... that myself just by not having a source. Yeah, all right, but it was it was a couple of examples that came true. So, 
All right, fair enough. I mean, listen, I'd be very shocked if this was the main event, but if it is, I wouldn't be unhappy with it at all. Something along the lines of, and they say, like, oh, same thing with, like, the WrestleMania 33 deal about, like, Brock and Goldberg, where this match is gonna not going to go along and it's going to be a wing-bang-boom, which is, like, if that's the case, it's good to hear because we all saw what happened in WrestleMania. I, I just I don't want to see this match. <laughs> you do or you don't? The Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns. Oh, oh yeah. I thought you were talking about the Miz and Brian. Okay. Yeah, no, that, that that's gonna be that's gonna be fun. I'm sure the crowd's gonna be into that. But yeah. Um, so hey. I want the Brock and Roman match that I wanted at WrestleMania. I wanted the continuation of WrestleMania 31. That I was like super excited for. Like, wow, these guys are gonna fucking tear it up, and they did not. So, Here's yeah, my, that, that was my big one of my big misses for the year. I thought that that WrestleMania match was gonna be like a match of the year contender based upon WrestleMania 31. And speaking, oof, wrong. speaking of which, Sean. What do you have on the list of thus far now that we're in August? Because I have my. Uh, that's a great question. I don't have my uh, my book in front of me, so I can't answer that. Uh, remind me next week. Okay. Let me open up my book, aka the my phone. Your book phone. I was waiting for Matt to say, "Put your phone down." But... <laughs> uh, as what I have written down as as per my viewing, I got Omega versus Jericho, Wrestle Kingdom. I got I got Almas versus Gargano in Philadelphia. Definitely. I got, I got the Men's Royal Rumble match. Okay. I got Ciampa and Gargano at New Orleans. I got Omega and Okada at Dominion, which is my front runner right now. Obviously, I spoke highly of it. I got Ciampa and Gargano again at Chicago. Um, to I guess to a lesser extent, Omega and Ishii and Omega and Ibushi at the G1. But then obviously the cli- the the final the climax, if you will, Ibushi and Tanahashi at the G1. That's what I got so far. So um. I think I had some more that more things than that. Uh, PCO versus Walter. From where? From uh, Joey Janela's Spring Break. Oh, okay. That's 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 the that's the one. Who's PCO again? Uh, Pierre from the Quebecers. Oh, that guy. Yeah, he's he's an indie wrestler now. PCO. And really, and and he's like Walter. He's like one of the best wrestlers. Like. In, in the indie scene right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure about that. Yeah, you got you to watch that. All right, cool. You got to watch that match. It's a good match. Where can I find that match? Uh, I, I actually just found it on YouTube, and it looks like he posted it to his own YouTube channel. All right, let's do it. PCO versus Walter. Yeah. Because as, as I'm doing the show, I oh, I put Walker. As I'm currently, um, I've been very much uh, gathering and ripping media matches, pay-per-views, things like that. I got a four terabyte hard drive. I've been kind of like doing things. That's funny. Oh, I got... P- P- oh, this motherfucker. I got a five te- uh, terabyte hard drive recently, and I moved a lot of my stuff onto it. Yeah, I, I've been four terabyting. I got movies. I got TV shows. I got, I got things, man. I got. I'm loaded, bro. So did you uh, guys see? Did you guys see the special uh, WrestleMania 34 weekend? That's the one. Joey Janela Spring Break Two in New Orleans. Yep. I was there. Why does this match just start right away, like in the middle of the match? This, I don't. I don't know. I didn't. I didn't cut up the video. On. Uh, so is this it? This is your match of the year so far. That's yeah. all you got to say. Yeah, that's it. This match done. Um, <laughs> so, did you guys see the very special guest on Monday Night Raw this week? Uh, I'm talking, of course, about the Bat. Oh uh, yeah, I saw the clip of the Bat. So just. 
I saw this. I saw this happen live. What I saw it. Something flew. Looked like it flew out of the audience, as if somebody threw something toward Ronda Rousey. And then I saw the thing that flew out of the audience, kind of just kept flying, and then went a different way. And I was like, "What the fuck is that?" And then they cut up a close up of Ronda Rousey at some point, and she's mouthing the words, or she probably said it, but the mic didn't pick it up. Was that a bat? And looked very confused. And she was like, "Oh fuck!" A bat. And it turned out there was. <laughs> trying thinking, what the fuck are these WWE idiots doing in this storyline here? <laughs> and it turned out there was a fucking bat. I, I wow. guess it was an Aussie concert all of a sudden. Maybe, like maybe next door. That's, mm. That must be the explanation. Like, what else could it be? Uh, yeah, it's crazy. At Greensboro, North Carolina, where both shows were. Oh, Sean, I thought of you today. Um, Thank you. Somebody somebody posted, like, Thank you. if, if uh, there was episodes of Seinfeld today, like some things they could do. Oh, I, I love these theories. Yeah, oh, you saw, it was, oh, oh the, it was the, like, these are great. The modern day pictures of that, yeah. like it's yeah, like like J- Jerry's dating a girl and, and her Wi-Fi connects to Newman's Wi-Fi automatically. Yes, I, yeah, I saw, <laughs> I've seen that one. Yeah, that, those, um, those are funny. Yeah, yeah, like George George shows somebody a picture on his phone and she starts swiping like through his pictures. <laughs> like just just it was all shit like that. Uh, Kramer starts Airbnb in his apartment, but he sleeps out in the hallway. Yeah, I've seen these. These are really good, okay. by the way. These yeah, really some, some of them are really inventive. I don't remember I've all of them. I've seen this whole collection, yeah. Yeah, it was a lot of, a lot of like, hey, that's a great idea. These are great ideas. And yeah. they can make, like, it's amazing. Seinfeld's so great, they can make an entire new ser- like series from it just because of a new era we live in. I'm telling you, yeah, the, uh, when, the it, it hit me. It hit me how powerful Seinfeld was when th- there was a day I was, I was with a bunch of people. We went through a drive-thru, and... um. Somebody needed like a like a little bit a few extra dollars to like get something like to, to for to meet our total, and I handed it to somebody, and then they handed it to the driver to hand to the the, the cashier, and she thanked <laughs> the person that I initially gave the money to, and, and I had I had to like I totally went into George Costanza uh, mode, and I'm like, big, you know, salad, yeah. I was the one that actually paid. <laughs> <laughs> And like the, the thing was, my friend actually said "You're welcome" when the, when the girl said "Thank you" to him, and I was oh like, my I was like, what? That's... And I, I was, I was, I just, I watched this and I was so offended that <laughs> like he just took my thank you. Oh, that's that's incredible. Yeah, it's true. The power of Seinfeld, man. Yeah, and I was like that, and like that was a Seinfeld moment. Yeah, they're all everything's a Seinfeld moment. Man. All right, so Lesnar versus Reigns. Who do you think's winning? Reigns. Okay. Yeah, it's fucking just fucking get it over with. I, hope, I mean, this has to end. I hope point. I hope Brock Lesnar wins again. I, I I actually like I want Brock Lesnar to win again. That's a special place in hell for people like you that just you know want what though, you know what maybe you just want to suffer. It's, it's the, the the Jewish like blood in you going way back to the <laughs> fucking Egypt. All right, let's just want to suffer. Let's 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 look at it this way. If Braun Strowman retains his money in the bank, uh, briefcase. You think he just comes out at the beginning of the match and he's like making a th- making a triple threat and he's like I don't think that Braun Strowman does anything with the money in the bank at SummerSlam. You think he loses it? I... Buy, a, buy a fucking sell, Sean. How about it? What the shit? Fire sell That's Braun Strowman. Uh, here's an interesting one. Okay, here's an interesting way to word this. Braun buy or sell Braun Strowman still has the money in the bank contract after SummerSlam. See, there's a couple. Yeah, wow, it is interesting because there's a couple things that can happen. You right. know, besides you. losing it to KO and using it. Using it, and yeah, and either winning or losing using it. Does, Would you guys buy or sell that? Then? Doesn't KO have like he can 
get the briefcase no matter what, like DQ, all that shit, right? Yes, yeah. As long as he See, wins, that's no matter a what. Tricky fucking thing, right? I mean, I, I, I mean, I think KO. I think Owens just wins and you wins. Think the, he, he walks out with the briefcase. I think that's the right move, honestly. Yeah. I, I really do wish. I mean, this is one of those things. Does Lucha Underground still have that that belt? That, yes. uh, the money in the bank. That was something they were doing that I, I really liked, where you had to defend that. Like to me, I think that a cool caveat on Money in the Bank would be like you win the Money in the Bank, but every month you have to defend it. Like you, you it's basically a good way to like make you use it. And yeah, like, really if you're not, if you're not going to cash it in, you have to keep defending it. Yeah, I, I think that would be really uh, a really creative way to. Yeah. Well, that. it needs to be more creative because it hasn't been creative since the first two cash-ins. Like, right. only the first two, I guess besides, like, the Sandow and the Cena, where they both said, I want to match at, at this time or I want to just a straight-up match tonight. But, like, the first two were the only ones where it's, like, I guess, like, the very first one was half sneaky and half match because Vince was like, there's going to be another match right now. It wasn't, like, the run out, here, ref, here, cash it in. Oh, he's cashing it in. It's been every and then, And the RVD, like, no, I want you... In my house, you know. Yeah. Well, the, the Rollins won too, not just because it was WrestleMania, but it turned into a triple threat. So that was kind of interesting as well. I'm just tired of like the of the run out and give it to the ref, and then like, yes, yes, he's gonna, is he gonna, is he gonna? No, he doesn't gonna, he's not gonna, or doesn't, you know. Just kind of like, there's so many other ideas you could do with this, you know. Um, yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna say uh, he, he he doesn't have it by the end of the night. I'm gonna go with that. Hmm. I'll just say he does. Just the, con- I mean, like I, 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 I got a feeling now that Owens gets it somehow, but I'll just say he keeps it just to, you know, for a buy or sell sake. Okay, Bliss, Bliss and Rousey, Ronda Rousey. I mean, like, just yeah, I guess she just wins the title already. I, Brock Lesnar leaves, and then the other UFC person is the, <laughs> is the champion. You know, like we need someone to be that, right? I mean, you think I, I, I'd probably go with Rousey too. All right, I'm gonna go they with Bliss. Pull the tr- they, 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 they pull the trigger, and as you would say, Matt, they strike while the iron's hot. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with Bliss just to be different. And I think Rousey's like a short-term thing. It's only like a couple of years or something. So I guess they're just gonna like you know use her now, get everything out of her, and that's it. I think I think it would be better if she won at Evolution. Yeah, I mean, you could make an argument for that. I did. Uh, well, you just kind of, you didn't really make an argument. You just kind of said that. I think, think it would be better. be better in general. All right. The headlines. Th- just think of the headlines the next day. Ronda Rousey wins the Women's Raw Championship at the first ever all-women's WWE pay-per-view event. Did we mention Ronda Rousey? Ronda Rousey. <laughs> Ronda Rousey. Oh. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And her first title defense is going to be against the Bat. <laughs> uh, what else is on this card? AJ Styles versus Samoa Joe. Yeah, this is interesting. You think it's time? You think they're you think they're trying to write out this AJ Styles four hundred thirty five day championship thing? No, I don't. I don't think so. This could be. I mean, now to look at this, this could be a card with a lot of title changes. Samoa Joe is not winning the title. Why not? Here's the thing. If, he, if Samoa, I feel like Samoa Joe has been in quite a few big matches on the main roster. However, he's lost like all of them. Right. He's not winning this one. I'm not saying he's never winning it. I, I'm going to say he doesn't win this one. I'm mm. going to say he wins it just to be different from Denny. Okay. Well, I mean, I don't know if Sean's keeping track here, but I'm, I'm not. So yeah. So it doesn't matter. Only on actual buy or sell. Oh. All right. Yeah. Make it a buy or sell then. All right. Um. Dolph Ziggler with Drew McIntyre versus Seth Rollins with 
D'Ambrose, who returned on Monday night, and he looks like different than he used to look now. So, yeah, it's kind of weird. Receding hairline and beard. Well, his his hairline was receding. He just kind of was like sloppily combing it over before. Just showing, just showing. Now he it just now, was yeah. like, yeah. Um, so Here every is, everybody yeah. and their grandmother is like, well, Dean Ambrose is obviously going to turn on Seth Rollins, and that's that. And that's exactly what's going to happen. Uh, that can't be. It you just, think it's that simple? Yeah, because yeah. that was the plan before he got hurt to go into WrestleMania. It was supposed to him. Uh, be turning on fucking Rollins, and they were gonna have a match at Mania. Like, I know, but you just like it's just it's too from everywhere uh, that I've heard. That that no, was like it's just, just do it. Don't don't They're do it now. Do it now. They'll do their feud. I would not mind it at all. They'll have now with the roles reversed of face and heel. Have them wrestle again. They have great matches. Maybe build it up to you know have a couple matches here and there. Blow off at Mania in thirty five. Uh, it's no problem in my eyes, man. Just go right ahead. I don't know. I, to me, like I'm clamoring for this this Ambrose heel turn like for a while now, yeah. and I think it has to happen. But it would be to me, it would be seem really rushed. Like if he just comes back and then boom, heel turn. Like they they should just kind of draw it out at least a little bit for like a month. Yeah. Why? But like what for what benefit? Because I just because I'm not to saying build it's a bad back, thing. I just want to hear like why you think it's a benefit to uh, to build back the camaraderie and draw draw the people in rather than just like oh here's the obvious heel turn right then and there. I think yeah yeah that, no that's that's fine. I'm not like saying oh look the shield's back like you know this and that and then yeah. oh wait there it is. I'm not saying that's wrong, but I think it's kind of like their history is so instilled. It's kind of like it's like he's back and it's like not like he never lo- was never gone, but it's like. I don't think you need to be super reminded for so long. Like, they know, like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, but I don't know. Although, do you think, like, he helps uh, Rollins win the title? So then, like, maybe he, like, dirty deeds him after the match is over and he wanted to be like, yeah, now I want not only feud with you, I want to beat you for the title. Like, what, mm-hmm. wouldn't it behoove him to, let, to help him win? And then, you know what I mean, turn on him. It'd be kind of dumb for him to, like, turn on him to, like, fuck him at a winning unless he he cuts a promo like, I don't give a shit about the title. I just want to fucking, you know, beat the shit out of you or something, you know? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, there's still the giant biased shield mark in me that wants to see the three of them actually have a legit reunion instead of what we got last time with the mumps. Why don't they, why don't they, why don't they shock us all? And have Dean Ambrose pair up with Drew McIntyre, and they beat up Dolph Ziggler and Seth Rollins, and we get like a sort of a double turn, and that'll be cool. I mean, that's out, that would be cool. It's out there, oh. it's not, oh, but it would be cool though. That's preposterous. That's a lot of thinking involved. Speaking of too, too much going on. Speaking of turns, so Carmella is defending her title against Becky Lynch and Charlotte Fair and Fair Flair. Got to be fair to Flair in a triple threat match, and. Uh, when this match was first announced and it was Becky Lynch versus Carmella, everyone said, well, Becky Lynch is going to win. This is it. And then when they introduced Charlotte Flair, I changed my vote to, well, Carmella's just retaining now. Yeah, I, I kind of got to agree with you with that. Now, yeah. th- now everybody so, seems to be convinced that one of the other girls is turning on the other. The question is, which one is it? See, I could see, like on SmackDown the next well, two nights later, uh, Becky turning on Charlotte, like, you know, kind of like, oh, you had to get involved, like, you're always one-upping me, do that whole gimmick, you know? But... Uh, I don't he, think that would be a bad thing. I think it's a mistake. I don't think I don't think you should touch Becky Lynch. Where's Asuka? I would... Never mind. Asuka wasn't on SmackDown. She's not involved in this match. She has yeah. no match. She had, she had one of the better matches at WrestleMania. She's one of the better females on the roster, in my opinion. I think she's the best on the roster. Where yeah. is Asuka? 
Yeah, I mean, she's become like a almost total jabroni once she came to SmackDown. I there, wouldn't say total jabroni. There, there's a no, no, don't, don't be silly. She was a total jabroni on Raw too. I wouldn't. No, no, no. no I wouldn't say no, total. No, she was jabroni. undefeated. I mean, since yeah, but she, she didn't really have any challenges. Lost, since she's lost, she hasn't just been like she's been getting every time she loses, she's been getting cheated. So she's not just getting beat like willy nilly. Right, I just hate the, the concept of going from like you are literally undefeated for like three years, and then like, you gotta you, lose now all of a sudden. No, no, that's fine, but now you lose like all the time. Like I, it just it's the one as end of the spectrum to the other. But yeah, when but, she like, loses, she's getting cheated. She looks strong every time. Yeah, but it's the constant losing. She's only she's lost, lost like what like three times. She was cheated every time. Like what? What do you mean constant losing? I don't know what you're talking about. I, I want to. I, I want to go back and try to research her win loss record since she. Went I to want you to try to do that because yes. I swear it's only been a handful of times that she's been cheated. M- the majority of those times. I don't feel like she's lost. had that many matches since she came to SmackDown. Uh, that's what I'm saying. It's, she's lost. It's been an attack match where she wasn't pinned, or the two times from Carmella where she was straight cheated. So like, I don't know what's all this like uh, maybe I'm, okay. or or whatever. It's just she, she, she's more I, I feel, treated I like a like weak. Not I don't know. That's my perception. Show. My perception she is she looks weak. I, I I don't agree, but I think she's right. weak by not being on the fucking show and not that's having a goddamn match. That's part of it too. That's that's the issue. I don't think she has a I don't think there's any problem with her like, you know, way she looks in the ring. She's just been fucked like kayfabe wise. Mm. Okay. Shoot wise, it's what are 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 we? I don't know. Like I I always argue like I get like the okay like it's you know you had your moment now it's time for these people to be in the spotlight but it's kind of like. You can have her doing something. I feel like, yeah, I feel like Asuka kind of hit that stratosphere where she was like kind of permanently on the card no matter what. But I guess not. Mm, I guess cool her off for a bit, bring her back strong. I don't know. I mean, uh, th- but this is the thing about like, you know, the, the modern day booking of like, if you're not building towards like, if you, she's kind of in that ground of like, they don't want to make her look weak, I guess. But. Because of that, they don't. She's not going to have a pay per view match, so they don't know how to book her at all. So they just don't. You know, mm-hmm. then she's not even on the show. Like I, I hate that middle ground. Of, I, like I, yeah, that's bullshit to me. It's the kind of shit I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. Or it's like okay, but like you, you know, if you want someone to still feel important, they still got to be there, even if it's in a small, small role or small something. Show that they're still around. They're still meaningful. You know, you can't just fucking like oh, so like. Uh, we're not going to use her right now for this angle, so she's just not there. It's like, well, that's, you know, I could do without seeing some other fucking jabron. Like, I don't need to see the Bludgeon Brothers beat up three fucking jabrons and not see Asuka. That's right. That's a waste of my time. All right. The triple threat. How fucking dare you? Bludgeon Brothers and the New Day. Uh, I don't know, man. I The Usos should have just, I don't know. Yeah, well, this feels like nobody should win, honestly, <laughs> to me. Know. I feel like the Usos should have been beating them back for it. And I don't know about the New Day I mean, right like, now. Is, uh, do we just have... I don't know. I, 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 don't, I, I, don't, I don't have a, a real yeah. opinion on this. Yeah. All right, I, I got really it. I got know. it. This match ends in a double DQ. I'll just say that wow. they retain. You know, whatever. Yeah. I mean, that, that could they, happen. The, they, they won the titles, and their tag division has just been fucking boring ever yeah. since. So. Uh, Cedric the Alexander versus Drew Gulak. Cedric the Alexander. Yeah, I don't watch 205 Live to have an opinion, unfortunately. I, I, I never watch 205 Live. I don't care. All right. Uh, I'm going to say Drew, Drew Gulak is finally taking yeah. it. It's happening. Is I want to care. I'm just... a Gulak. I, I want to I care, but this is my thing. Do you guys watch Matt, you said you watch it, right? Sean, do you even watch 205 Live? Nah, I don't. All right, so. I don't have enough time. Here's my. I, I have the time. I I'm telling care. you guys, just stop watching Raw. 
I don't really. I've only watched Raw since I've been off Mondays. Otherwise, I really don't. I All just right. like kind of maybe watch a segment that I hear was good, and that's it. And then switch but, to 205 Live. That's it. Here's the thing about 205 Live. If they fucking, if that title was defended and they had cruiserweight matches on pay-per-views every month, then I'd watch it because I'm like, okay, here's the TV show that builds up to the pay-per-view matches. Because that's all TV is really, right? Build, Tell the story and build up to the events. But when the, that title on pay-per-view is defended twice a year, but on the pre-show of Mania and on the pre-show of, of <laughs> SummerSlam, I don't give a shit. I don't care. I don't care what you're building to. Oh, yeah, you do it on the show? I don't really care. Yeah. Pay-per-view. I, pay-per-view. I understand. I mean, I'm, I'm fucking burned out on pre-shows. Ah, uh, yeah, this is the thing I was saying a long time ago, and you were like, oh, but, you know, yada, yada. I'm like, no. Maybe maybe that it. wasn't you. No, it wasn't but. me. I, know, I, know, I, I liked Talking Smack. <laughs> yeah. But you were adamantly against Talking Smack, but I loved it. Yeah, I was very ad- like, but I, I didn't discredit like the the some merits of the fucking Talking Smack. I didn't say that like d- great things didn't happen on it. Yeah, you did. You said it's not canon. No, I like seeing the good promos in a bubble are great. Like the things that they did in a bubble were great. But when you look at the greater picture, I was like, if this is like. They, they act this way here, and then you watch the main show, and they're totally different, and they don't act like that. What's the point? You know what I mean? See. I think my favorite part was when Talking Smack was new, and they had the Brian and uh, and Miz thing, and we had a buy or sell based on if that would uh, turn into an angle at all. <laughs> and like the next night on SmackDown, it was like the thing that opened the show, and like how many years later, it was literally part of SmackDown last night. Yeah. It's funny. two years later. Um. Anyway, uh, Shinsuke versus Jeff Hardy. Shinsuke, not yeah, Shinsuke. I think this is a classic, especially if you saw SmackDown. Like Jeff Hardy got the upper hand. I think this is a classic case and of then like you know Randy Orton was uh, like hiding. By the way, did you guys hear the Randy Orton story? Of course. <laughs> so for those who don't know, Randy Orton apparently used to introduce himself to oh, yeah. WWE writers by putting his hand down his pants, pulling his dick out, fondling himself for a second, and then holding his hand out to shake their hand. And when they were reluctant, he would start saying, oh, what are you, big-timing me? Do I, do I got to tell Vince and Stephanie that you won't shake Randy Orton's hand? Yeah, that's, uh... I, yeah, they, they said they've been investigating. Yeah, I uh, fuck this guy already. Just This, get rid of this, this man still has a job. Get rid of this fucking guy, you know? It's kind of like, you I know, mean, the old... It's it's one you know, thing to yeah, it you was know. fifteen years ago. He's a different person now. It, this wasn't fifteen years ago. I thought this was like fifteen years ago. No, this is like ten, this is like ten years ago. That's still like a long time ago. Right, but it's just kind of like I don't know, man. How many times you got ten years ago? We, like yeah, George W. Bush was the president. Yeah, so fuck, I care about that. I'm saying like it was that long ago that it skips an entire president. Remember when he used to shit in people's bags? Yeah, good times. I don't know. I just don't really. I mean, I don't really give a shit. Keep him, don't keep him. Like, I don't. I have a question. That's kind of shit. Why doesn't yeah. Jeff Hardy come out to the song "No More Words"? No, I he, don't know. That's a good question. Like that. That should that should be a thing. I just got a yeah. craving for butter. Butter's so good. <laughs> it is great. What's the matter with you? I'm totally eating butter after the show. Like, you're just going to eat butter? Um, I mean, maybe I'll put it on something, but, like, I don't know. You probably should put it on something. I, I mean, I have nothing against butter, but, like, <laughs> just a spoon fucking straight butter into your gullet seems kind of... I'll sprinkle some gross. salt on it. You really would just eat spoons of butter? Yeah, why not? What do you mean, why not? You ever eat spoons of honey? 
Oh, yeah. maybe I'll have a buddy and buddy and Hunter. <laughs> <laughs> buddy and a Hummer. Buddy no, and yeah, I've done that. I, I'll take I'll take a scoop of peanut butter on a big spoon and then save a little space and just go a little like do like maybe a third honey and two thirds peanut butter and just put that down my gullet. Well, this is unfortunately all I have is butter to work with, so I guess that's what I'm doing. Yeah, I don't really be doing that anymore because I kind of like I'm on like this super low carb and like super like no sugar to little to no sugar at all. It's like Hi, I'm Danny and I'm a bitch. <laughs> Hi, I lost fucking a, a bunch of weight and I feel good, so yeah, suck Denny. my dick. Yeah, Denny, it's still a bitch. Yeah, Denny, it sounds like if there's any if there's any bitch parade happening, you're the one that's uh, <laughs> the forefront. Let's go right to your apartment. I know. I'm <laughs> so glad I you know feeling you know better about losing some weight. So. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, Finn Balor versus Baron Corbin. Why is this, this happening? Wait, this is happening? Yeah. Are you ag- sure? Again. So, next match. Anyway. Holy shit, you're right. I'm looking at it. This is happening again. Yeah, so anyway, I, I, have, I, I have literally nothing to say about that. Right. I have nothing to say. Besides that, this whole angle is dumb and it's, it's boring. Daniel Bryan versus The Miz. I think the Daniel Bryan should win this. Uh, they, 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 I, the Miz probably will just because they love the drag shit out. Yeah, but Bryan should flat out win this. He match. should, I'm but sorry. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say, yep. his. I'm gonna say yeah, they, like, I'm gonna say they, they want to just disgust all of the fans, and the Miz is gonna win. <laughs> uh, <sighs> the way they, built this, they built this whole story up, storyline up so well too in the past like month, and especially with those video packages last night on SmackDown. That this it almost feels like this should be the main event of SummerSlam, like for the title. Uh, I mean, they could even not the WWE can make anything interesting anymore, but they could even do one of two things. The Miz could just wrestle like the, the, his, his sniveling cheap style that was Daniel Bryan's whole problem with him to begin with, and then he wins, and it's like holy shit, he just beat like the best wrestler in the world with his like cheap bullshit. Like maybe there's something to his philosophy, or the Miz just like beats him clean as a sheet. And like they just surprise us all, and the Miz is just babyface. No, and they just no. they shake hands. There's a side. Hey, that's of, that's not no, that's not happening. I mean, like, they got this guy doing all this stuff. Like, all he's in all these shows now, and like he's like this guy that's in the forefront of things. Like, they might be like, hey, we can milk this cash cow for all it's worth if he's a babyface. Sir, you win life if that happens, but it's not happening. Uh, all right. Rusev and Lana, who are, I guess, now babyfaces, against uh, Cien and Zelina. I think that the, uh, Cien Almas and, and, and Zelina Vega probably win this match. And it's probably from some fuckery from Aiden English, too. Uh, I, think that, and I think that's the right move, by the way. Yeah, that makes sense. All right. B-Team and I, The Revival. Yeah, uh the, the revival. Man, I really want the revival to win this. I think I think they're winning. So it's the revival. But oh, wait, why do they have? They had a three-way title match on Raw. I don't know. I'm just looking at what I see here. On yeah, YouTube. that's on there. I, I think I actually think the B team retain as much as I want to see the revival win. I think they're gonna they're gonna continue to ride out this B team, <laughs> no quote unquote feel good story. I'll say I'll say the revival, but doesn't matter. No, I'm gonna go with Denny. I'm gonna say revival. Okay, hope you're right. But uh, it doesn't really matter because doesn't really matter. Yeah, WWE's garbage. <laughs> <laughs> garbage. Uh, is that all the matches we went through? Yeah. 
Right. Do you want? Uh, should we talk about NXT really quickly then? Yes. We only have yeah. five matches to talk about, and it should be an awesome card. So it's gonna be really great. So Maso Champa. You, are you guys both going or not? Yes. Okay. Uh, I don't. I, you know the answer to that. I don't go to the Barclays anymore. I'm officially retired from Barclays. I don't. I, I hate the Barclays. I hate Brooklyn. I'm not going there ever again. Totally agreed with the exception of NXT. Yeah. I, I know. I, if look, if I would have got tickets, you know. Uh, okay. Like, if, if anybody, like, I, I basically was making no effort. If someone hollered at me, like, hey, would you want a ticket? Would you fucking, all right, throw me in. Maybe I would have said, yeah, but I don't really, I'm not, I don't care. I don't want that, that, to. No, that, that's fine. That's fine. Um, So, yeah, we, we haven't powwowed since all the stuff happened. So, Tommaso Ciampa had a title match against Aleister Black, and Johnny Gargano interfered. He attacked Ciampa, but inadvertently knocked out Aleister Black, and it, led to Ciampa getting the win. And yeah, that that was I mean, man, I really wish that I didn't see that spoiler <laughs> prior to this to the show happening cuz that would have been such a shocking moment to see like in the moment. Yeah. So th- so henceforth, Ciampa is now the champion and they were setting up for a, th- a triple threat between all three of them at this takeover and Alistair Black uh, got injured. And it, it looks like it's just going to be uh, Ciampa and Gargano. Yeah, last man standing match. And uh, I'm excited. I'm excited to wear my Johnny Gargano shirt too. Bittersweet. Yeah. I'm. I was upset about like I was like, okay, the triple threat's a good way to extend the feud and then maybe keep keep on pushing. Like maybe uh, Gargano beating Ciampa for the title at WrestleMania weekend or something. No, let's 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 pull the trigger on this now. Get the title on Gargano and get yes. and get fucking. But that's gonna happen now, I guess. And then and then get get fucking Ciampa on the main roster. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, this ha- Gargano has to win the title now because they like as amazing as this feud has been. You really risk going over that line of like, okay, now we're not getting the payoff we want for this. You know, after sitting here for this long, and people turning on this, which I, I think will be accurate. So Gargano has to win this match. Yeah, I agree. This is this going to be their fourth straight takeover? I think. So I think he tweeted something about that. Like that's like the record. Main eventing. Yeah. No. How how could it be? No. I, well, he tweeted something about about in Brooklyn in general being the most times oh, in Brooklyn. Yeah. Oh yeah. He's been he's been in, he, he's wrestled on all of the Brooklyn shows. I think. Oh, Gargano. Yeah, except for the first one. I I think. No, they, yeah. This will be the third straight Brooklyn show. But I, I, this is their four, I think this is their fourth straight uh, match on a takeover. I think so. Mistaken. Yeah. That's and not I, obviously that's all the events. That's not true. What do you mean? Is it not true? That's not true. They this is their third. They've had three main events in a row. That's it. Before that, uh, there was no Champa and Gargano wrestled uh, Almas and not the. I don't know if it was the main event. I don't think so. So Maybe he's I, okay. Hmm. I don't know. Not not like what was what was uh, the Royal Rumble in Philly? What was the main event? Um, Hulk Hogan. Uh, oh, that was with Almas, I believe. You're right. Yeah. All right, but it was yeah Gargano. Yeah, the fourth main event for Gargano. You're right. You're right. You're but right. him and Champa three in a row. This is three in a row. For, yeah. But anyway, yeah, I think Gargano's got to win that. He's got it, yeah. It's got to be it. Uh, think Baszler's lo- losing the Kyrie scene? I wouldn't say, well, I wouldn't say Gargano has to win this. I'd like him to. I, I don't know. He's got why, don't you think, he, why, why do you think that he doesn't have to? Yeah. He, can, he can lose in a defense and then maybe win in the rematch for the title. Like, you know. Yeah, why but not? I don't know. He, it just, it's just his time. Like, it's, plus, he, he's lost a lot of – he's lost a lot of big matches – 
Well, right. he won in New Orleans, and he basically won the one in Chicago, but kind but of he got didn't. cheated. So it seems like, but, but it seems like he keeps like losing him. every single upper hand opportunity against Champa. Uh, look, I, I'm not, I'm not saying what's right or wrong. I'm just, just don't like say like, oh, he's 100 percent lock winning. Like I don't like. No one said that. Tell, you could still tell us. No one said that. Like, you just, you just made that up. No one said that. <laughs> Yeah, you said he has to be. You. I didn't say. I didn't say he's a hundred percent lock winning. You said he has to be winning, and it's time. Yeah, he has to be winning. It's time. That means you think he definitely is, and you want him to. When it's like, don't rule out the possibility that like they could tell a story where he loses. <laughs> he here. definitely is. <laughs> <laughs> if, it were that, if it were that easy, I just would declare that that you know, he would definitely would win. Okay. Anyway, he's definitely winning. It's a lock. All right, so then I'll say that he's losing. Man, how about that? It's a lock. <laughs> I'll say he's losing. Um, uh, what else we got? Uh, oh, he's Baszler and uh, Carrie Zane. Yeah, rematch of uh, last year's May Young. Not big on Baszler. Baszler's got to win this, right? I don't care. Has to. It's a lock. No. Um, I guess so. Yeah, I guess they, they're, they're probably still, you know, draw out her her title reign. Now, I don't really have an opinion why one or the other, with the exception of that. Like it feels like it's, it feels like they would think it's not time for Baszler to lose this title. Now, like she'll probably she'll she's probably going to do as like the dominant champion, the opposite of what Lesnar is doing. It's just kind of mow through, like go through every opponent she can on the roster. They should have whoever wins the May Young Classic just beat her after that, and she'll just lose to uh, two straight May Young Classic people. Yeah, which is fine. I'm, I'm okay with that. Um, we haven't had a chance to talk about something very important to me, though. Have you talk guys have you guys heard Mandy Rose's theme and seen her entrance? Yeah, many times. It's fucking great. I love it. <laughs> I love the song. I love the blurring of, of like everything that's not Mandy Rose. It's fucking amazing. Uh, you know, yeah. Graves' commentary over it, of course. Yeah. Oh, great. Graves is putting it over. Yeah. Like, I am so lucky to be alive right now. I've lived for Jeez. this moment. Yeah, she's kind of in that Eva Marie role that, where Graves was like that with with her. Yeah, but she can actually wrestle at least a little bit. Mm-hmm. You've heard the you've heard the song, right, Denny? I mean, uh, yeah, I can't recall it offhand, but I've watched the entrance. I've got it queued up, so you're in luck. Oh, lucky me! Oh, never mind. I'm not plugged in. I was all excited. <laughs> I, I hear it. Yeah, but was our loss. Actually, it's probably better if I play it this way because they'll they'll, t- they'll kill our Instagram stream if I have it up like. Not Instagram, uh, the other the other one, Facebook. Facebook. Yeah, they just like if you play any of the copyrighted music, they just kill your stream. It just knows. Yeah, like there's some kind of like detection, like copyright detection on it. Oh wow! You know, it'll literally just cut your stream and be like, "You're fucked, fuck you." Yeah, yeah, actually, that, that that's what the message says. You're fucked, fuck you. We got anything else? Uh, we got anything else going on? No. Well, there's three more matches on here. So Adam Cole oh, defending okay. the North American title against oh, Ricochet. Right. Uh, he should lose. No, no, he shouldn't. He should. Ricoch- no, no one should lose to Ricochet. Fuck Ricochet, he's whack. Wow. He should I don't, lose. I don't, I, don't, I don't particularly care for Ricochet. Yeah, but you're wrong. You're wrong for not liking Ricochet. I mean, like, he's fine. I just, whatever. He doesn't like... Like I said. He does, he does what he does. It's fine. I'm not, like, super huge on him. I don't really give a shit. I feel like he's been more than just flippy dudes in NXT, and I think there's... It looks like there's been an, an actual effort for that no he's definitely sure. he's definitely assimilated more into wwe's style and pace i'll give him that 
He's actually, I mean, he even said that in uh, one of like the promos against, I believe it was Velveteen Dream last program they had, where he even said, like, you know, I'm more than just flips and I'm here to prove that. Like, so at least they've acknowledged that, you know? Oh, speaking of Velveteen Dream, how great was that segment with uh, yep. EC3? With the swimming pool? I'm, I'm a couple weeks behind on NXT. I got to catch up today and Come tomorrow. Or tonight, tomorrow. Come on, man. Stop watching Raw. Just watch NXT, man. I love NXT. Like, listen, th- Raw's like three hours and 15 minutes every week. It's like, that's three episodes of NXT and then, like, enough time to, like, pee and, like, get a soda, maybe heat up something in the microwave. Mm. Like, think about that for a second. Soda. Yeah. Soda's the best. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. I love soda. soda I, I forget, Sean, do you drink coffee? No, I don't. I hate coffee. Okay. I just had a cup. I like the smell of coffee. I just don't enjoy coffee at all. Like I swear you posted something on Facebook that somebody brought you a coffee like a couple of months ago, and you were like, ha- you were like thankful. No, that wasn't and me. I, and I was really confused because I was like, <laughs> I was like, you don't drink coffee. <laughs> no, it was not me. No, huh. I would be thankful. Anyway. Oh uh, yeah, so EC3 and Velveteen Dream, good. I mean, the show's stacked, you know. And isn't there a tag title match? Yeah, uh, undisputed era and Mustache Mountain. Yep, they'll have their uh, their rubber match, or you know, mm-hmm. dope. And uh, stack, stack, fucking like this, like like this. Um, I pretty much like everything that's going on. Like, even though like I'm not super huge on uh, fucking uh, Ricochet, that's like a good matchup with him and and Cole. And it's really just like I'm not so big on Baszler, but other than that, like this stacked up fucking show. Like, really, like the best on paper I've seen in a long time. For- I hope Ricochet wins now. Especially nah, more, I, no, more no so way. than I'm before, hoping, just because of you, you expressing uh, discontentment with Ricochet as a performer. I mean, it's like, yeah, I don't like Ricochet, and I love Adam Cole, so it's just kind of like you know. But you got to keep in mind that the sooner they get these titles off of any of these guys, the sooner they can go up to the main roster. Yeah, I'm not clamoring for guys. I like to run up to the main roster because it doesn't always work out. So I'm just kind of like, take your time. It's fine. Yeah, but I want them to make like money. Yeah. I, They'll be fine. <laughs> they're gonna make money. You How do you know? I mean? <laughs> How do you know they're gonna make money? What if they don't make any money? What's that? All right, let's put it this way. Let let's let let me backpedal a little bit here. I don't care about anything. I just watch what they give me. Okay, so I'm not sitting here hoping for main roster. I'm not sitting here hoping for anything anymore. I just they put it on. I watch it. I'll tell you if I think it's good or I think it's whack. That's it. Okay. I'm not Mister Speculation. I'm not Mister Fantasy Book anymore. I don't care about any of that shit. I just want to watch. I'll tell you what I think of it when it's done. But then you don't watch. No. Well, because Raw's bad. <laughs> Can you blame me? No, but then you know you could do all the all other right. things. There you. There like you I'm go. not going to do all this stuff. I'm just going to watch. But you don't watch. But yeah, it's because it sucks. I, 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 <laughs> where does I that leave watched, us then? I just watched all of SmackDown before we started the show. SmackDown's good. SmackDown is watchable because it's a two hours and two good. And I actually watched all of Raw because I was off. So I, I did watch the whole fucking thing. I turned it off. <laughs> yeah, no, I sat there. I fucking watched it. I just I if you wa- fast forward Raw a lot and like just go to certain like certain segments you know that like I, I do, could be decent. It's Raw's not as bad as it. As I will admit. I will admit, unless the the match like the match up itself intrigues me, I I hardly watch any of the actual wrestling, especially on Raw, because it's just like 
I'm not going to get anything out of it. I'm like, that's that's fine. Right. I just want to know the story about what's going on. Like, you know, I'm more interested in seeing the pay-per-view matches for the wrestling action. Unless it's like, oh, this looks like it could be a really good match on TV. Like, I watched all of the New Day and the 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 um the Sanity because I was like, oh, this might be interesting, and it, it was it was good. So I just want know. I just want like the re- the ratings to be bad for Raw. Like, I I yeah. want them to like be like, why is nobody watching Raw? Which by the way, this this whole stock bubble thing has got to burst any minute. Mm-hmm. Like the the whole like their stock being like seventy dollars like a share. It's like how is it that much when like they, their ratings are like super low, their attendance to their shows is super low. Like how is that like that's got to at some point come to a head? I don't know. I I don't know. I I can't tell you how any of that works. So it's not my world. It's just like ridiculous at this point. That's a like a Jewish lawyer thing. <laughs> well, Jewish I, I, I thing. still I still want to know like to be a fly on the wall when the news broke that MSG was sold out for April sixth, yeah, or whatever day it is. Um, and Vince tried to shut him down too. I know, supposedly. Like, supposedly. Oh man, he's got a legend. He's. I mean, who knows what happened with that? But like, suffice it to say, he's got to be like, he's got to be like, oh shit, <laughs> like <laughs> the fans. The fans have gotten to that point, that. huh? I don't think he is. But, like, he hasn't had to deal with, like, any competition in years, and all of a sudden the fans are, like, actively pursuing other shows opposite his show. Like. Maybe, but I don't know if those fans are the have been watching WWE anyway, so I don't think, like, he's losing fans to someone else. I'm sure. Well, but they're watching NXT. Like, that's that's the ironic thing. It's, like, the, the kind yeah. of fans that watch ROH and, and New Japan are the fans that like NXT. I don't think anybody loses or gains like really much anything. I think anybody like me who always watched WWE and like starts like watching more of and appreciating more of New Japan is not going to like totally not watch WWE unless WWE is totally like I there's nothing for me here, which is never going to be true because there's always going to be guys that I want to see. There's always going to be guys there that I want to watch wrestle. So it's yeah. kind of like you know I think there's plenty of people that have my mindset. Then there's plenty of people that only watch one or only watch the other. I don't think anybody really is going to, you know. And if anything, if they get intrigued by the opposite one, they'll be watching both. So I really don't think right. that um, anybody loses anything here. They'll probably just yeah. they'll blame the NXT roster and say, like, you guys didn't do your job and put butts in seats. No, mm-hmm. they just got the deal. They just got the garden the same weekend of, you know. I mean, it, all day, and I, like, I'd just rather be in Madison Garden than fucking... Than DeBarthley. Well, that, so that too. Yeah, that, that's like a big game changer. Yeah, 100%. So, yeah, uh, I think I'm good. I really have nothing to say. I've got nothing to say. Dun, dun. Um, I'm, I'm done. I'm, I'm ready to, to go about my business. Sean, are you done? With the evening. We did it. I'm done, brother. I have, I have things to do. Well, then. Yeah. Speaking of things you got to do, you got to do some plugs, brother. Oh fuck! Well, uh, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna fucking go. What plugs? I'm gonna fucking go on extra round until I bring this shit up. But yeah, this is doing the job, and uh, the new gimmick is we're gonna come be coming at you whenever we can be coming at you. But we're, we're, when we do, we're gonna be giving it to you. X is gonna give it to you, and doing a job is gonna give it to you. We're gonna give you all the information you need to know about the pro wrestling world that's going on. But of course, you can listen to us on just about everything that you can get a fucking podcast on feedburn tune in itunes speaker stitcher google play steve blobs and iHeartRadio. radio um m2j djwrestling.com 
voicemail 646-820-3332. Don't forget to go to Facebook slash group slash doing the job to join the group. And of course, everything is at DTJWrestling.com. Do people still use our group? Yeah, it, it, people are in there. All right. You know? Yep. Well, for Denny Lugs and Sean Michael Spurge, I'm M2J. This has been the Doing the Job Wrestling Podcast, and we will we'll be back next week, and then we're like a month after that. <laughs> Good night, everybody.